<laughs> Worst <laughs> episode ever, yeah, take it, one. It ends an hour and 15 minutes early. and We just call it. Ever. Like, this blows. Yeah. Right. We're out. Everybody applauds. We can actually hear the applause. You just put in, like, a lot of <laughs> So what's the name? what's applause. the name of the song? Ken? Huh? What's the name of the song? Particle Man. He's playing with his thing. They might be giants. He's playing with his, He's playing with his thing. Yeah. He... Are you going to give it another shot? I'm going to give it a shot and see what happens. Going to get all garbled. Well, we're recording right now, too. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, that's good. Well, what a I'm great just, beginning. Just a test. Oh, no. We're recording. It sounds pretty clear. What is this? What is man, particle man, doing the thing? Sounds good to us. What's he like? It's not important. Particle man. Are you playing the tiny tune yeah. version? I just went to the first one to see what would happen. Awesome. Nobody knows. Particle man. Welcome. Welcome to episode 47 of the Vlix podcast. You can't stop it. You can't stop it. You you want to. Can't stop, won't stop. But you can't. But you can't. can't. We could stop, but we don't feel like it yet. No. no, we're not going to yet. We're having too much fun acting like idiots. <laughs> acting. <laughs> we don't act, Pete. Sure. We are idiots. That's true. Well, that's what we're experts at. I think that's the only thing I'm good at. It might be. So, I'm sitting here with the usual bunch of assholes. We had uh, Mr. Danon. That's me. Mr. Ken. Howdy. Mr. Jonathan Berg. You almost said my last name. I almost did, but I didn't. We almost had our first censor. <laughs> yeah. I, I, we haven't censored ourselves yet? No, I, I, haven't, I haven't needed to. I've cut things out. Oh, that's kind of a censor. Yeah, but that would have just been... I would actually just put a beep in for that one. All right. So, Jonathan, the technical king. Techno, well, techno king. Techno squire. Techno squire? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm Pete. Techno squire. And I'm Pete. And, um... Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, did you get it's, it? Now? Yeah, it took me a second. I know it did. That was a long time, man. I could have looked at my watch for, like, five minutes. It wasn't that long. Okay. So... This past weekend, somebody had a ceremony. Oh, yeah, so we need an update, Ken. Last week, we were all trying to help you define what is love. Baby, you don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. We did that. No more. Did you figure out before the wedding what love was? I did. I think I did. Was it a a very well-done pancake? Uh, No, actually, it's a light and fluffy pancake. Oh, there you go. That's almost taking the extra time to put in the oven. 
so that it rises gently. Well, that's it right there. There you go. So how how did it Love go? Love is an oven baked pancake. How did it go? Uh, the ceremony went very well, I think. Uh, did anybody like when you said? Did anybody object? Like, did anybody stand up and raise their? I hand? didn't even give them the opportunity. You didn't we even s- ask. We skipped that part. Oh wow. Do you think there was somebody who would? I, have? I don't believe so. Um, I was more concerned that the bride would just get wise and like bold. So uh, <laughs> I, I figured I'd just like you know we'll just not run that risk and we'll just we'll just, we'll just move past it. Has any has has any of us ever been to a wedding where somebody objected? No, I've I not actually. Does this only happen in movies? I think so. I, actually, no. I know people who have actually experienced this firsthand. No way. Oh, yep. Yes. <clears throat> it does happen. It, it, it does happen. happen. Is it like often? parents? It's gr- it's normally grandmas. Because that's the one that I was at. That's why I have. I, I know somebody who um, their brother objected. Family member. Yeah, okay. Family member, yeah. Brother and, 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 and a mom. Wow. Because you were at two different weddings or at the same two different weddings. Okay, I was saying at the same wedding. Brother objected uh, because the he had found out that the that the bride was cheating on his brother, the groom. And the groom didn't know this. And the groom didn't was unaware. Wow. Um, and then the mom objected to uh, the whole idea of them getting married and spoke up. (laughs) That one didn't go well. No, it didn't. It did not work out in her favor. Just like in general, she was like, I don't like that bitch. Pretty much, yeah. She was just kind of like, uh, you can do better, this girl is trash, et cetera, et cetera, just like went off on the chick. Right. Um, that did not work out well. The uh, the other one where the uh, brother brought the cheating to his attention, that was uh, that worked out pretty much the way you expected it to. Do you oh. think it would have been better and maybe handled with a little more tact if the brother told the groom with that before the wedding? Um, or did they want to make this big grand? No, it's thing? it's my understanding that the brother tried and the groom just didn't like want to listen. Oh, really? So they like, still didn't get married? Like he got shut down. No, well, no, no. Beforehand, he got shut down. Like I don't have time. You know, I don't. I don't. I wasn't privy to the details of what happened behind the scenes and everything. But from what I was able to get, what I was able to glean from what happened, um, he tried to do it, and the brother just like kept blowing him off and didn't want to make time to have the conversation, and. Uh, then, you know, he's like, okay, if you're going to do this, you need to know the whole story. And then proceeded to, to do like it, lay it all, just lay it all out there. Cause objection. I guess, she, I, yeah. Cause I guess she had been with this guy as recently as that, as the night before. Oh, so, wow. yeah. oh that's dirty. Yeah. Wow. Dirty like a dirt sandwich. So, so you again, your sermon went well, I'm guessing. Um, yeah. It, Everybody it, was happy. It went off without a hitch. Sun or came actually with a hitch. Heavens. Oh, uh, there you go. People, people did get married. Um, yeah, it was, uh, the, the ceremony was good. The reception got rained on twice, and not just like little sprinkles, but, the, you know, full, full on thunderstorms. Nice. Uh, so that was that was a little a uh, little bit of a downer. Oh yeah, that but, was Saturday, uh, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it was. And that was wicked lightning. Yeah, that was like crazy. Did you hear that lightning? Do you remember that storm on Saturday? I loved it. Now this one, this that was, was to be a crazy lighting. This was supposed to be a small wedding. It was only about, uh, they were only planning for about seventy people. Um, there were forty some people who RSVP'd, and I, and I think that that's about the number that showed up. Uh, fortunately for us, because uh, fitting seventy people into my living room, uh, while that is a generously sized room, a little bit of a struggle. Right. But uh, fitting 40 people in the room apparently is very doable, and we actually we were just getting ready to feed them all in there when the rain let up. So we were able to move everybody back outside for dinner. 
Um, we had dinner. We had speeches. Uh, we didn't get to the dancing before the rain decided to show up again. And at that point, everybody just kind of gave up and dispersed. So, so no dancing occurred? No, by 9.45, I was in bed. All right. Fair enough. Wedding went off with, with a hitch. It was, it, was, it was a very nice day. Um, got some good photos. There were, um, everybody seemed to have a good time. Um, I think it was, it was very nicely done. I think, yes. Cool. So we missed Dayton last week. He had a uh, family occurrence. God damn you and your yeah. family. Yeah. I know. They, way to be a dad, Dayton. They take up so much time. They so do. Annoying. Kids, I tell you. So you want to hear about a funny story that kind of happened over the weekend? Didn't concern you? It did not concern me. Well, then let's hear it. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Boring ass story about Jonathan. Yeah, <laughs> right. No? Okay, great. exactly. That actually happened while you were gone last week. I told her I thought what I thought was a good story, and they're just they just blew it off. So, anyways, so what's the most expensive pair of panties you think has ever been sold? Oh, it's made out of diamonds, and it's worth like fifty million dollars. Diamond, probably, or just one diamond. This just underwear, one crotch cool. diamond. One crotch diamond. That's all you need is one a crotch, crotch diamond. diamond. Multifaceted. Um, is, that, is that a blood? Is it? Is it a blood diamond? Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, it became a blood diamond. It, became, it becomes a blood diamond. <laughs> I see what you did there. We're terrible people. I want to see that headline though. <laughs> you want to see? I, I want to see there be like the the diamond underwear, but it turns out scheduled way in advance. It, that model happened to be her time, and there happened to be an accident. And then, like, The Guardian goes with Blood Diamond as their thing. Of course they their do. Thing. Of course. Any outlet would. And, and oh, everyone yeah. Why wouldn't you? Oh, God. All right, Jonathan. What's the most expensive pair of panties on Earth? Well, I wasn't thinking of, like, super designer underwear, but... Well, then you really didn't think this through now, did you? <laughs> no, I, I, my headline was a little misleading, I guess. But anyway, so this pair of knickers sold for 3,700 pounds. A pair of knickers? Yeah. Like, why Why were these worn by, like, royalty? Um, were they, like, Queen Judy Catherine's Dutch. knickers? Actually, they were Hitler's wife's Eva Braun's. <laughs> Eva Braun's knickers? Yep. So the pink silk panties were sold to an anonymous UK fo- telephone bidder. Oh, man, you know Hitler probably, like, took those off with his teeth. So a pair of knickers belonging to Adolf Hitler's wife, Eva Braun, has sold at auction for 3,700 pounds. The pink silk panties embroidered with bronze initials came uh, came from a private European war uh, World War II collection. They were sold to an anonymous UK telephone builder who also bought her white lace uh, neck nightdress for two thousand six hundred pounds. So, is somebody like this person about him? Did they put those on? I don't know. Like, I bet you they did. Like, are they gonna wear Hitler's wife's? I bet. You, I bet. What if, What if they do and they're like possessed by the spirit of Eva Braun? <laughs> So that's that sounds like a a movie, right? Yeah. There we go. So, the other thing I, that was interesting about that post you know was what? the that fact that does sound like a comedy, like like sp- it's like spooky panties that girls put on and they get possessed by the spirit in the panties. This has to happen. So write it down. Wait, we need a title though. So what's ghost panties going to so be? So we're talking Sas- about <laughs> Sas- Sasquatch so, panties. Sasquatch nurse pants. Yeah. Hmm. So 30, Satin Spectre. So for the for those of us, it, so those not of us bad, not bad. Satin Spectre. Thirty-seven hundred pounds sterling is four thousand six hundred one dollars and eighty-four cents. Ooh, they're coming down. They, oh yeah, they yeah, used the to be pound, a solid times two. The pound two. has fallen Ooh, uh, in with, with all the Brexit, Brexit stuff going on. Right. Uh, but yeah, that's that's forty-six hundred dollars worth of worth of Ava Braun panties. 
Just so would everybody's you? in the know there. Would you ever buy something like that? No. Right. You know, like, why you the know, hell would you? You know who might? That, that, that cop over by Muskegon who um, had the KKK application in his wall. Oh, yeah. He yeah. said it was historical. Yeah, yeah. With his name was, on it? Part of his antique collection. No, no, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's from back in the 30s or something. Why is he carrying part of his around antique in his collection. wallet? No, it, it, was, it was on his wall. Oh, on his not wall. in his wallet. <laughs> on his wall. Like, what kind of psycho? Um, yeah, but he's not racist. Yeah, if you if you take pride in owning something like that, if this is something you want to show off that you own, you're a racist. <sighs> yeah. Right? I don't think you get to, I don't, to hang your whole, like decorate your whole house in swastikas and be like, no, 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 uh, the Nazis were bad. I just really love their sense of style. Yeah, that's oh. right. Well, well, what if you really did want? What if you did have a, a notion to collect that stuff, and you really weren't racist? I mean, that could happen. Are you a public museum? Maybe. <laughs> then maybe it's okay. Well, I'm so, just saying it is possible. It's po- well, a friend of mine, and he showed me this thing. It's totally badass, which Danon would enjoy seeing. He has his father obtained a German Luger. Oh, sure. From World War Two. That was owned by a sergeant, and like it's solid, man. Like you pick it up, right. and it is—it's like twenty pounds. This thing—it's yeah. solid metal. It has the serial number on it and everything, <clears throat> and like the guard from the safety on and off mm-hmm. is like ground down. There's like a line, so you know this the sucker's been fired. Huh. But it's it's Nazi memorabilia, right? Uh, you know, but he's not having a having, a, having a German Luger. I think is I, I would consider to be different than having like an SS uniform framed and mounted on your wall, right? Or the Führer's wife's panties. Yeah, yeah. Which, like that's... to be fair, whoever was selling that is also super weird and hard up for cash. Something like that's well, not. Yeah, like how did they come into possession of Ava Brown's underwear? What if they just made it up? What if it's just underwear that they sewed an EB on it or something? Right. Every couple of weeks, there's a new auction. Ooh, Avery Brown's yeah, like, other how does one authentic? How does one authenticate <laughs> I guess you Brown's could, underwear? Honestly, if you have underwear, you have DNA on that piece of underwear. But then again, you'd have to have Ava Brown's original DNA. Or yeah, a, 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 a relative of Ava Brown, which there were several. Right. But still. Anyways, thanks for the creepy story, Jonathan. Yeah. Oh, I got That's I got, super <clears throat> weird. Yeah, another one for you. Oh, are you oh gonna, thank God. Yeah, I was so it, worried that we were going to get to talk about normal stuff today. Yeah, what is it? Like Lennon's Knickers? No. <clears throat> this one's this one's not. It's his retainer. <laughs> Stalin's retainer. <clears throat> Stalin's used condom. How much would you pay for one roll of toilet paper? Is this going to be used toilet paper? Is this Dude, Ava Braun's toilet paper? Is this, this is this is no. Adolf Hitler's poop sheet. <laughs> Do they even have toilet paper in the bunker? I don't know. It probably or was, he, was he just like was he just using like copies of the Nero decree? To <laughs> I don't with? know. I'm just curious. All right, go ahead. What do you got? Seriously, how much would you pay for a brand new, not used roll of toilet paper? I I would pay as much as a dollar. One dollar. How much would you pay? That's about it, man. Probably a dollar. I would go if I was like, I really needed it. Like, if I'm holding it in, if I'm like sitting on my heel and I gotta go, five bucks max. Right. If you had a fiver in your pocket, could make change, 
You take it. Yeah, I'd do it in an, emerg- in an emergency situation. Would you, would you just use but the $5 I, bill? If I had... No. Uh, no! It's not going to be you're enough. You're ruining a $5 bill. <laughs> well, but if, I, if, I got, if I if I got to go bad enough to the point where I'm willing to... With, part, with $5 for a roll of toilet paper, I'm going to need more than, than one $5 bill to clean it up. There you go. All right. All right, Dan, how much would you spend for one roll of toilet paper? Yeah, I'm going with this 5 bucks. You're going with the yeah, same thing. Right. Anything going with five more dollars. than that, you can you can MacGyver that stuff. Yeah, I'm thinking, I, I think you just all, go in your pants. So we're all comfortable with a five dollar max. You yeah. got socks on. <laughs> there you go. You want it afterwards, but yeah. Japan is going wild for luxury toilet paper, even at twelve dollars per roll. Twelve dollars U.S. So, or twelve twelve yen. Right. So this isn't even they, like they adjusted it. It's twelve. Not even emergency situation. 12, paying too much. So 12, like on the 12, regular. Twelve dollars U.S. That's like two thousand yen. They're saying they're paying twelve dollars. That's insane. What is it? Scented? Like why? It's does gonna it, smell does, like does something it else. Does it wipe your like, ass for you? No shit. <laughs> the latest must-have product to take Japan by storm isn't high tech, and it certainly isn't it. Is not garnering rave reviews in glossy designer magazines. The country were. Um, Use your words. They, they said they have bidets. High tech toilets are commonplace. Has, uh, in fact, made another con- uh, contribution to lavatory luxury. Highland, high-end toilet paper is rolling off the shelves. So, what convinced Japanese consumers to fork out more than twelve dollars per roll? They're insane. It started five years ago in the sleepy paper-making town of Tosa, on Japan's southwestern island of Shikoku. Why does it have to be sleepy? Anyways, carry on. The, it adds nothing to the story. I'm just I, saying. The aging owner of an obscure family-run paper company uh, was troubled by sensitive skin and determined to find a solution. Oh, it has aloe in it. It's <clears throat> lotioned. $12 a roll yeah. better come with candy and a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if it's a lotion in it. Okay. What if it is stripper? <laughs> oh, does it smell like stripper? Like it's got like a little too much perfume and a lot of lotion? A lot of cocoa butter. <laughs> cocoa. Sounds like too much cocoa butter. And a little bit of coke. <laughs> just, a, just a sprinkling. Uh, so, even wearing a necktie made this person's skin red. So, he needed a softer toilet paper. After years of tinkering, the 63-year-old finally discovered the balm for his behind by essentially inverting the process of modern paper manufacturing. Instead of large-volume, high-speed production... Rabbit brand toilet paper is made by delicately processing the paper, pulp fiber, and precisely managing the water temperature used in the process. It yields a softer wipe. Who cares? It's like, not... seriously, who cares? This, this. Well, Everybody's it's... used toilet paper in a porta john or toilet paper in a store, and you lived, right? Right. And that's as close to sandpaper as you're going to get besides actual sandpaper. Hold on. This next quote is the reason why I had to read you this story. All right, go. It's like grilling hotcakes, said his wife. If you turn up the heat too much, the hotcakes come out tough. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right? Like what, is um, that like a... No, actually, that's the exact opposite. You don't want it to come out hot. If it came out hot, you had Taco Bell for dinner. <laughs> so this is a three-ply toilet paper that's so fragile that it has to be rolled on the roll by hand. 
I, I, this story sounds like bullshit to me, and then it's probably mass produced, and they're just making this story up to sell more of it. So it's right. like to me. Because there, there ain't nobody, no capitalist in the world that's going to slow their production down. Yeah. Doesn't happen. I mean, what are they paying the, the, the toilet paper rollers? Oh, so they, Five cents. so they actually had to outsource that because they only have 10 people working in the factory. They had to outsource their rolling? Yep. They're doing it wrong. Yeah, the original 10-person factory is too small, so the rolling work is farmed out to part-timers who do it in their own homes. So wait, 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 wait. <laughs> this toilet paper has been in other people's hands. So, it, right? <laughs> Subcontracted. Subcontracted. <laughs> so how many sheets go missing when those people get the good stuff in their house? Like, roll a little, take a little, roll a little, take One a little. for me, one for you. One for me, one for you. A gift box of eight artistically patterned pastel-colored rolls. Pastel. Of course. We'll set you back. Artisanally patterned? We'll set you back $100. <laughs> oh, wait, right. you're saying that doesn't come with, with candy and a stripper? No, it just looks pretty. That's a hard pass. So That's a hard pass for me. What's it's the like shelf lavender. Like? Man, so you're going to keep it in the, in the shelf with your good china? And only like when guests come over for Christmas, you break out like the fancy toilet paper? Dad, I've used bathroom, okay, one sheet. <laughs> right. You get, like, you get four one squares. Square. Four. four squares is your limit. You better double that up. So for a long time they well, triple ply, <laughs> so you only need four squares. So, so they used to turn out three hundred rolls of this a month, and now they're at their maximum demand for the products is twelve thousand rolls in a week, and they can't go over that. So they're limiting they're limiting the the product to drive up the price. Okay, they they're like the the, they're like the De Beers of toilet paper. But they're selling eight thousand rolls a day, half day. That's I just insane. don't under I don't understand. How is this not the fire festival of, of bathroom products? Like, because it is. <laughs> well, but there's no. an actual product there. That's the thing. Like no. this should be this should be a huge scam. So, in spite of the success, it's still a scam. In spite of the success, the husband still says the work's <clears throat> not done. She quotes. He takes it home to test every day. He's not 100% satisfied. Now we're thinking about four-ply. Four-ply toilet paper. Right. Yeah. Just use a blanket at that point. <laughs> Seriously. Just Egyptian yeah, cotton. Kind yeah. of excessive, I think. It is. Completely just just use the cloth and put it in the washer. Completely out of control. Right. The back to cloth diapers. Is yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. go back to everyone wearing cloth diapers. Mm-hmm. All right. So that was the beginning. But when we come back, we're going to talk about some superheroes. Superheroes! Some really weird, strange superheroes. They're really strange. Yeah. But really fun. Yeah. We'll be right back. But it was the remake. Oh. Like, not the original. And I didn't even know they made a remake, but they made a remake in 2010. I I vaguely remember this. It's objectively terrible. It is one of the worst horror movies I've seen. It was always going to be horrible. Well, I know, because the first one was the original, so much fun, and it's so full of charm. And what about the other nineteen? Such a love story, right? So they remade the fir- the, the first one, and it's so bad. And the guy who plays Freddy Krueger is the guy who played uh, Rorschach from Watchmen. No? Okay, terrible. Really? Yeah. You think he'd be good, but no. Hmm. But it was just unfun. There was like 
the, the original had somewhat of a storyline, but it did create relationships amongst the characters. This one jumps right into it. You don't know who knows who. They act like they've met each other forever, but you're not shown that. It's just terrible writing, terribly paced, horrible movie. Right. I mean, hey, guys, let's, this, let's just make a 90-minute a, a snuff film where Freddy goes around killing people. Well, they didn't even do that well. Like, the the deaths were kind of an homage to original, so a girl gets pulled up onto the ceiling and dies, but the original was better. And they did do the scene with the bathtub with her legs are spread and the clock comes up between, but then it goes away and then they do something else. Like, she gets out of the tub. She's not, like, pulled down or anything fun like that. Right. So... Uh, they were unimaginative deaths. Even if you're going to do... Why don't they just do, like, Disney and do... Like oh, Disney does scene, Nightmare on Elm Street? Well, scene-for-scene scene remakes of yeah. shit they've done before. It's all set to a really snappy soundtrack. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That reminds me. Uh-oh, here he goes. Speak, oh, well, he's got he's his Wiley Coyote Wandering through his phone, as he undoubtedly be. Has anybody seen Yesterday? No, not no. yet. No. I, I don't even know I heard. I heard it was good. I you, recommend it. You told us it was good last week. I, I think off-air, after we were leaving. Yeah, I highly recommend it. Yeah, I heard it was good, though. But no, I haven't seen it yet. But anyways, and then we watched, and then she chose another one, and she's batting zero because she chose Halloween 3, which is, if you remember, has nothing to do with any of the other Halloweens. There's no Mike Myers in it. It's about Halloween masks that kill children. Huh? So, wait, 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 wait. Just on the third movie of Just this, on the third movie. However many is in the franchise. Right. They bailed on the entire premise of the movie. Totally bailed on the premise of the first two because supposedly Mike Myers was supposed to be dead in the second one. So what John Carpenter wanted to do was he wanted to do a Halloween movie every year, each year with a new you know, kind of premise. <clears throat> and uh... since Halloween 3 bombed so badly, and it's a, ter- it's, it's a terrible movie, they went back to inserting Mike Myers into the films. I guess that, so it's like the it's called, Simpsons Halloween It's called special. Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. It's horrible. Huh. It's absolutely horrible. But so she the, chose it, and we watched it. So she likes the horror movies, but she doesn't like good ones. Sometimes. No, she didn't know. She didn't know the original, the Nightmare on Street wasn't the original. Okay. And because of that, like I was telling Jonathan earlier, I had to cleanse my palate, so to speak. So I'm like, oh, I have to watch the original because that was so objectively bad. I didn't own it anymore. It had disappeared from my home. Hmm. So I immediately had to order the all eight movies. It was only 25 bucks, dude. Which tells you a lot. Well, yeah, but there's so much fun. Come on. Well, okay, one, two, three, four are fun. Then it gets ridiculous. Well, it's always ridiculous, but that's the fun part of it. Anyways. So we had a, a thing we were working on. Yeah, we are going to do... We're going to talk about superheroes. So I... Yeah, I scoured the internets and I found some very strange superheroes. The internets? The internets. All of them? These are are real superheroes in real comic books. I'm going to give you the name of the superhero. Mm -hmm. And I want you guys, your job is to tell me their power and how they acquired it. All right. And then I'll tell you what I know of of the actual superhero. Okay, we'll see who gets closest to... We'll see who gets closest to it. All right, number one. You guys ready? Go. This one's really easy. I gotta type these out. Otherwise, I'm gonna forget what they are. It's Arm 
fall off boy. Arm fall off boy. All right, so who's going first? Are you gonna you you have to pick someone to go first? Dana. Okay. Arm so, fall off boy. Arm fall off boy. Uh, his arm clearly falls off, and he. Okay. I'm assuming beats you with it. <laughs> okay. Uh, happened uh, in a freak masturbating accident. Oh, with wow. a radioactive lubricant, did I'm he, assuming. Did he learn that in England right? school? He didn't go blind, which is what he thought was going to happen. <laughs> but his now, palms his arm, get hairy. now his arm just falls off. Okay. Yeah, but it's totally linked uh, sexually. So every once in a while walking down the street, low-cut blouse, arm just falls right off. Okay. Yeah. Ken, arm fall off boy. Arm fall off boy. It fall off, his arm falling off is his power. He makes your arm fall off. Oh, so, because he has the power to give you instant diabetes. And you're so riddled with diabetes, your arm just like falls off. It sees up and falls off. Okay, well, how did he get this power, Ken? Uh, he was eating a massive amount of cheesecake. <laughs> that would do it. was it. an irradiated cheesecake, so it gave him like super diabetes. And he's able to channel that to project to other people. Nice. All right, Jonathan, arm fall off, boy. So, <clears throat> arm fall off boy was in a tragic industrial accident with a radioactive table saw. <laughs> okay, the table saws. Not only is it a table saw, it's also radioactive. Well, yeah, because what happened Obviously. is he got cut in there, so it's like instead of the radioactive spider bite, you know, it was a radioactive table saw blade. So, it caused table saw blades to come into his pop out, like, shoulder pads. Okay. And when that happens... He actually has another set of arms that come out when that happens, and they grab onto those, and he starts wailing around like nunchucks and shit. All right. Because he, like, dislocates his elbow. Nice. Okay. The winner is Danon. <laughs> Our fall-off boy, he can take off his arms, and he uses them as blunt objects to beat the the, the evil nemesis. Nemesis? Which? Nemesis. Ken, help me out. Nemesai. We're going Nemesai. All right. So that's his actual power. So um, he was born that way. He was just born that <laughs> he way. He was just born that way. He was just born that way. That's a horrible. But in fact, that's, that's got to be like, is that a DC? Is he a DC um, superhero? Yes, he is a DC. That's okay. a very DC-esque story, uh, yeah. origin story. Oh, yeah, for sure. I was born that way. Born what is this, Lady way. Gaga? Yeah. Okay, the next one. And we'll have Ken go first on this one. Big Bertha. Big Bertha. Big Bertha. Yeah. Ken. Big Bertha is a biker chick. Okay. Um, I don't feel that she has a superpower, aside from maybe, like, endurance. Okay. Like, like she, she's, so... like, she's got a lot of stamina. She can go for a long time. <laughs> All right. she will just fuck you up. All right. Just so... wear you down. Yeah, so she's just a, a she tough just, broad. Yeah, she's just a tough old broad. All right. Danon, Big Bertha. Uh, well. Why am I last? You'll, yeah. you'll go for a sex <laughs> So I, I, I'm thinking of, of Big Bertha from Pee Wee, uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, right? so, that's, that's Large Marge, but so okay. So she's like large a virgin. Marge. Oh, it was Large Marge, wasn't it? Was it was Large Marge. Um, but I, I like where your head is. Still, okay, so the biker thing's not far off, but she's a trucker and uh, also a ghost. Who solves mysteries? <laughs> he solves mysteries. Yeah. And okay. How how did she get her powers to solve mysteries? Uh, well, or be a ghost? Heart attack. Well, she died. Heart attack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eating Luther Vandross burgers. Right. Jonathan, Big Bertha. 
So I like Ken's idea that she's a biker chick, but okay. but I have a little bit different <laughs> superpower for her. All right. So her superpower as Big Bertha is the fact that whenever she needs a ride, a motorcycle will come out of her vagina. <laughs> and she'll, she'll so just be like, it's, it's like big vagina Bertha is what you're trying to say here. So she'll be like, we got to roll. And she just jumps up a little bit. Let's put some wheels on this it bitch. Just, it just slides out. It's all slimy and stuff. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And she just hops out and... Like, the first time she, like, rubs it, her hand slips and everything. Okay, so the winner <laughs> is actually Jonathan. So, okay, this character, guys, you would never thought of. It's totally ludicrous. So, Big Bertha is a supermodel by day, but by night, she can add fat to her frame. So, she adds, like, hundreds and hundreds of pounds of fat to her flame and fights crime. And you know how she gets rid of the fat to become a supermodel again? She vomits. <laughs> True story. So this is Anorexia superhero? Bulimia. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Bulimia, sorry. This is, this is Bulimia superhero, and this is a Marvel superhero. Huh. One of the Great Lakes Avengers, by the way. Really? Yes. Wow. Is she wow. still alive? Yes. Yeah, she's, she from a, the, she's from the greater Waukegan metropolitan area. <laughs> well, I'm wondering if... <laughs> so was she a mutant? Um, that I don't know. Okay. I don't know that. Probably. I want to look it up real quick. Hundreds of pounds, I'm going to assume, yes. All right, Jonathan. This one's so perfect for you. This is why I waited for you to go first. Okay. Color boy. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Jonathan is colorblind, just so you don't, just so everybody knows. But uh, color boy. Uh, He's really good at design, but can't see colors. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What's his origin story? His origin story? He was born. He was born that way. Okay, Ken, color boy. <coughs> color boy. Sorry. <laughs> big Bertha's big. Color, color boy has the ability to change other people's colors. Oh, he changes other people's colors to make and make them walk the sh- walk a mile in the shoes of those who they marginalize. Oh, oh so he's, he's very social. Yeah, I was gonna say he's yeah, a, he's a social, social justice, justice warrior. Yeah. Okay. And uh, this power was gained uh, when he fell into a vat of paint at the Pittsburgh Paint Factory. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why Pittsburgh? Anyways. Uh, Benjamin Moore? I don't know. <laughs> Danon, color okay. boy. So, color boy. He's actually the best color man in the business. He, he narrates the super like Sorry. villain superhero fights as they're going on for the television programs because you know there's gonna oh be, he's a color commentator he's, he's a color, color commentator. commentator yeah he he actually has the ability to really keep up with their supersonic fighting styles uh so his ability is to perceive the fight as it's going on and to really give you the blow by blow he's okay. like a howard cosell right of superhero fights nice okay so color boy his power is he can change the color of any object. Permanently? Permanently. So mm-hmm. so Ken is the closest with this. Okay. But that's it. That's that's all there is. I don't even know the origin. That's all he does. That's all he does. He changes the color of things. No, his origin story is Banksy. Where is he from? Uh, color Boy, I believe, is a DC. That explains mm-hmm. it. Now, this one I, I don't believe is either DC or Marvel. So mm-hmm. IDW? No, they weren't around when this when this character came out. Oh. Red B. Red B. Huh? Red 
B. Who wants to take first on this one? I'm going to go first. All right, Red B, Jonathan. Red B. <clears throat> so, Red B is actually the twin to Bumblebee, but he's painted red. But it's a little bit different red than Cliff Jumper. Oh, so this is a Transformer? Yeah. Okay. So, it's actually a Transformer, but he doesn't, he actually has a humanoid mode, and then he also has a B mode. So, he actually doesn't turn into a car or anything. He turns he, into a bee. He actually and turns a into robot. a little tiny bee. No, and a human. Oh, and a human. Yeah, but he's but he's a robot. Like a regular sized human. Yes. And and a, like a, a like a regular sized bee. And then a regular sized bee. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. Did was he just born this way? He was created this way. Ooh. He's like the six million dollar man for bees. Okay, mm-hmm. I can dig it. That sounds actually it sounds decent. Ken, red bee. Red bee. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, here he goes. Is a communist version of B. Arthur. <laughs> Circa her mod days. Nice. And her origin story is that she was put into a chamber in an attempt to replicate her. By the communists. To, to espouse communist views. Clone B. So the real B. Arthur, so we don't know if the real B. Arthur is we B. Have Arthur no, or we, Red we B. We have no idea. That 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 abort that that birth control abortion storyline. What happened? We don't know. That could have been commies. Okay. Hmm. Dan and Red B. Red B. So he is a guy who wears a red B suit. That's it. He doesn't do anything. He's, he just <laughs> he walks around. He just walks around with a suit. He's like he's like, the, he's like that Hispanic guy in The Simpsons. No. <laughs> wait wait wait. I, he's pretty angry. I mean, like he's <laughs> really angry most of the time. Hold on, I really think what you mean to say is that he's actually a serial rapist and his stinger is on backwards. <laughs> Ooh, that's dark. <laughs> so dark. That's a stinger. Well, bees die but after rapes, they sting. But he rapes actual cereal. Right, he's just <laughs> walking around with a... Take that, Fruit Loops! Take that, stinger with flakes. a trail of Fruit Loops on it, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. That's right. I'm not gay, Lucky, you're gay. <laughs> hey, it's magically delicious. Right. Oh he just keeps jumping into cereal... Commercials, and then right, putting a right. stinger into the bowls, and then running. How did this oh happen? wait, wait, wait! He, Come on, let's go, let's go, Toucan Sam. You're gonna follow my nose. <laughs> He's the reason why all the cereal mascots end up dead. He's actually a villain. Oh, that's it. Red Kill B. Yep. All right, Red B. The closest one is I don't know, probably dated. Um, he unleashes a swarm of trained bees that he keeps in his belt. So he's Ant-Man yeah, for bees. He wears bees in his belt, and he dresses in how, a red costume, so and he releases bees. So is, how many bees is he, does he queen? have? Does right? he have the queen in the belt? What? I don't know. I don't how know big is his belt? I mean, I really, swarm? How many bees can yeah, you keep it's in like, a belt? I mean, it would have been better if he like had a beehive hairdo or something. Maybe his, maybe his belt's like a pocket dimension to the bee universe. There you go. He's got right. trained. They're trained, David. Either that or it's like a, a gunslinger belt, and there's just like, instead of bullet casings, just there's bee just bees gun. tucked Shoots into bees. little things, and he's got a... Well, he must look like Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce? Stop oh, it. God. Oh, that was disgusting. All right, we'll do we'll do two more, and then we'll person. move on, and we'll save the rest of this list for next time because it's kind of fun. Bouncing boy, bouncing boy. Who wants to take bouncing boy? So he puts a bubble around himself, so he's invulnerable. That's what he does. Yep. What's his origin story? He ate the bouncy ball. 
He ate the bouncy ball. Was it a radioactive? So bouncy actually, ball? actually, here. Wait, no, wait, 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 wait. Was a song, and he was following the wait, bouncy wait, ball. Wait, 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 wait. No, that's actually how it happens. He has to eat a bouncy ball, then he has to fart, <laughs> and then that's what makes the bouncy ball around him because he's inflating it with air. Okay. Okay. And then, like, if a bad guy punches and bursts the bubble, and the gas is released, and it knocks the bad guy out. Oh, okay. So he knocks himself out. Oh no, he's immune to it. <laughs> so the bad guy knocks himself right. out. Yeah. All right. Danan, bouncing boy. Bouncing boy. So he is made of rubber. Okay. Some version. I'm going to half steal. He ate a radioactive bouncy ball and gained its properties. Um, so that's his origin story. That's the origin story. Um, the bouncing baby boy theme, though, is totally this weird fetish thing he's got going on because he runs around in like a diaper and pacifier right, fighting crime. really weird with this. And it okay. makes everyone uncomfortable. Like, everyone I'm really addresses it directly to him, and he refuses to do anything about it. Okay, I'm, like, unco- I'm uncomfortable. I'm picturing this way ahead, and it's wrong. Yeah, he just shows up at the party. Like, you didn't invite him, but, oh darn it, if it isn't nice when he just bounces off the bad guy's face just in the nick of time to save you. That's right. So he still gets invited to things. All right, Ken, bouncing boy. Bouncing boy. Bouncing boy... Is your long lost son? He was. A, he was. No, no, no. He was. He was attacked. Okay, he was attacked. He was bullied as a, as a young child. Of course. And he was. Uh, he liked to blow bubbles. <laughs> okay. And he was forced to eat. Uh, he was forced to drink a bottle of um, of, uh, of of bubble. A bubble juice. A bubble juice. Um, so he's a gummy bear, <laughs> yeah. and and uh, because he's a because he has because he's a mutant, always oh, mutant. His body absorbed that, and he can now produce those bubbles out of his mouth without the aid of outside uh, intervention. Intervention, and he he surrounds himself with this bubble, so like it's it's like a force field. Okay. So when he needs to like get somewhere quick, he can bounce along and like jump off a building. And rather than like Spider Man, where he like swings, he just like bounces off the sidewalk, and then he just keeps going. He can just keep going indefinitely, but within this bubble. Our, our superhero group is awesome. Mm-hmm. Bouncing boy is the 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 boringest one of the group here. Really? He has the ability to inflate himself into a ball, which makes him impervious. He's a blowfish. Impervious to He's what? He's a blow anything. What ball has ever been impervious to anything? <laughs> I don't know, like rubber balls. Are I, just, I love it when they do that. Like, well, he he's round now, so now bullets bounce nothing, off of him. Nothing, nothing. We can't stop him now. All right, we'll do one more. We'll do one more, then we'll go to break. Okay. Skate man. Skate man. Skate, Skate man. man. He has. Jonathan, you're up. Skate man. He's got roller skates that come in and out of his feet like Wolverine's claws. <laughs> okay. And How did he, he gain this? Um, he gained this by... He actually got his... It was a really tragic... Um, he was at Roller Haven. Of course he was. And he had a really tragic accident where his feet got cut off. <laughs> My lord. So these are added to him. They're like robot feet. He's got bionic roller skate feet. Yep, and he wants was implanted by a mad scientist. No, it was a nice scientist this time. 
It was like Dr. Robotnik. A, a mildly disgruntled scientist? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> he just made him a little bit a little bit painful. But see the real the real tricky thing is this fact is that he's got roller blades in mild his forearms. He's got what? Roller blade wheels in his forearms that can come out and stuff too. Oh so man. Like, what he needs to get down low, he can like pop them out and like get on all four and it super I kinda wanna see this movie. Alright. Uh, it's called Return to Oz and it's creepy. Yeah. Oh, Yes. Yeah, yes. I do actually want to re-see that. I haven't seen that since I was a kid. Have you seen it the, shit out of me. I want to watch the Russian version of the Avengers. Huh? There's a Russian version? Yeah. Maybe we need to watch that. Does it star Vladimir Putin? No. That's no. all of them? <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. All right, Ken, Skate Man. Skate Man is a really bad knockoff version of Aquaman. <laughs> Okay. In that he can only talk to and communicate with marine skates, like the like the fish. <laughs> oh, what a bummer! <laughs> and uh, you know, only in the shallows. Only the shallows. Like he can't even swim in underwater. He, he just talks to them when they come in by the shore. <laughs> yeah. really... Oh, a terrible power! And yeah, it's the worst. He can't fight ever. villains unless he's on a beach. No, yeah, he's got to like, be close to the beach and like. Not like obviously the water can't be over his head or anything either. It's... Oh man! Oh no! So, yeah, so he's, yeah, he spends he spent a lot of time like trying to come up with elaborate ways to lure his enemies like into the in, into the to wade into the water so they can they can attack them with skates. Okay. All right. So really, on the Baywatch version <laughs> of the Marvel universe or whatever, like he's just on the beach and sometimes goes in the water to save people. That's right. Yeah. Skate man. Yeah. Okay. All right, Dan, um, Skate Man. So I was thinking Skate Man is actually a 15-year-old boy with no superpowers. So he's not actually a man. No, he's not a man, cause, but he he, call, he thinks he's a man. Um, but no, he just has a skateboard that he runs around and hits people in the back of the head with when they're not paying attention. <laughs> so he's an asshole. And screams Skate Man, yeah. <laughs> That's what he does? He just makes up a crime that they've committed in his head and then just goes and hits somebody in the back of the head when they're not looking with a skateboard. Nice. <laughs> so the winner... Is kind of a combination of Dana and Jonathan. Skate Man is a Vietnam veteran and Ooh. martial arts expert that was a professional roller derby player and then used those skills to fight crime. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's yes, Ka- so he's Casey Jones. He's Casey Jones. He's kind of Casey Jones and he just skates Casey around. Casey Jones and Tony Hawk. Yeah, and he just right. skates around fighting people. That's what he does. That's okay. Skate Man. I kind of like this guy. Yeah, he sounds. So what kinda... is the, what is his weapon of choice? Um, I don't. I, he uses martial arts, so hmm. maybe he does like a flip it's kick his or hands something. Hands are deadly weapons. Yes. Huh. Yeah, and plus the his elbow flip of, The kick flip of death. Yes. Yes. So we're gonna go to break because uh, we've got other topics, but I've also have. Dude, he totally looks like Iron Fist with roller skates on. There you go. I have uh, five more. Five more superheroes, Ooh. strange superheroes that that we can do next time. All right. So before we go to break, we're gonna go watch this trailer for the Russian uh, Avengers. Oh, the Russian Avengers! It's called Guardians. I like it so far. Don't they know that Guardians is taken? They don't care. They're Russia. Exactly right. Is the supervillain from the U.S.? What's the name of the mystery? Guardians. Next year. Oh. If 
a bear dude right there. We're all oh, they have a bear guy? Larry. They have a guy that can throw rocks. So Putin what? is in this. And they have a ninja dude. You want to know who did this to you? Come with us. And they have a chick. He's the bear guy. Rapid military attack on Moscow continued. Army turned out to be useless against the opposition forces. All attempts to stop it ended up with a complete shutdown of any machinery. Oh. Bane. All right. They have like a Bane guy. He's got some venom things like his head. They have a guy with a penis whip. There's Avengers Tower. See it? Yeah. Right. Rock can guy. Some really bad CGI. Winter Soldier with knives. Yeah, Winter Soldier with knives. Oh, he you see that? He barely nicked his, his arm and he was like, oh, I'm done. Electro chick, whippy dude. Electro chick, whippy dude. That Hawkeye. This for half a century, there's no coming back for all of us. Our experimental laboratory designed special gear to increase your performance. Where's mine? All right, I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of interested. It looks interesting, doesn't it? It does. Interesting is fair. Interesting is fair. All right, so when we come back, The Lion King. Did Disney rip somebody off? Disney always rips somebody off, but we'll talk about that when we come back. We'll be right back. Yeah, Shakespeare. You can stamp a tramp. But only in the lower back. Can you stamp a tramp? I just said you can stamp a tramp. Can you... Can you tramp a stamp then? This is important questions. Yes, it's yeah. Chinese characters. <laughs> There's stipulations apparently yeah, in this. Yeah, Tribal that's... tattoos and butterflies. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Dana's got it. Would you get the Chinese symbol for pickle tattooed on you? I already have it tattooed on me on my pickle. Right? Right, right on the tip of my penis. <laughs> you guys do realize we have a person in the room, right? Yeah, yeah. so... Uh-huh. People are listening to this all over the world. Right? I'm ha- we, have I, a, we have a global audience. I can legitimately say I'm jerking my gherkin. <laughs> it's a long way to go for a pun. <laughs> it, it is totally. Like, a long, long way to go. That I'm, setup was the like... The road is long. Oh, uh, the long and winding road. You might want to get those bumps looked so at. There, there, yeah. there once was a man named Merkin. He was fond of jerking his gherkin. There you go. His father said, Merkin, stop jerking your gherkin. Your gherkin's for Firkin, not jerkin. <laughs> there you go. Ken got to use one of his, his dirty limericks. One of my dirty limericks, yeah. <laughs> I'm so All glad right. this is recording. Okay, so we're going to go through movie series. We want to find out. We're going to vote down. We have 41 movie series. Not I maintain movies. there's too many. Movie series, they have to be, you know, at least have more than two or three. We said three, remember? We said three. Yeah. Some of these have some pretty bad third movies. Some of them have pretty yeah. good sixth and seventh movies. Yeah, well, I'm looking at one right now that has a terrible second movie. Which one? Well, we have to we'll start get yet. there. We'll get there. All we'll right. get there. So who's going to go first? Should we Rochambeau it? 
No, right. I think we should just go with the eldest. That's Dana. Oh, okay. So I get the I get the easy pass on All the right, Twilight Saga. All right, oh, yeah. so Twilight's out. Completely out. Right. Nobody's gonna veto that one. You need a pen. Yes. I'm actually doing this on my own. And then that's me, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna have to kick out. Um, The Exorcist is on this list, and I feel like there's only one movie that's okay, so I'm going to kick out The Exorcist. Alright. You sure you're not getting rid of Pitch Perfect right off the bat? No. No, but that's Cullen. That's that's going to go. Alright. So the next up it, is... It, days are ne- numbered. Next up is Ken. Alright, Kenneth. Eliminate your series, sir. Scream. Yes, agreed. Okay. Yep, I can go. Jonathan. Uh, scary movies. Yes. Oh, Fuck those yes. movies. Those are terrible. First one was okay. I just noticed that was on the list. You're up there, D. Uh, well, let's see what I have never even seen. I'm going to say Final Destination. Yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah, going. the first one's yeah. decent, but... All right, we're done yeah, all the other all, all subsequent versions are just a bad carbon copy. Right. Oh, by the way, we should explain again on the air. We do have the veto system in play here. Oh yeah. Everybody has three vetoes. If they use a veto, then the person who picked that to be gone from the list cannot pick it again the next round. <coughs> all right. So we're down to thirty-six. Yeah, we're down to thirty-six. Come right. along. So I'm going to go with uh, Alien versus Predator because we have Alien and we have Predator on here and Alien versus Predator. And of those three, Alien versus Predator are the least strong movies. All right. Kenneth. Hangover. Agreed. First one was good. Right. As a, as a series. As a series. Oh, there it is. Jonathan. Oh, man. They're actually kind of starting to get a little bit better. Right. Now it's getting a little bit trickier. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Tremors. Yeah. The first one was so much fun, but the, the other ones are bad. Right. You were just talking about that one the other day. Yeah, it was good. Danon, you're up. Ooh. And now is when I say Star Wars just to be a jerk, but I'm not saying Star Wars. Um, Chronicles of Narnia. I can I can let that yeah, go. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that one just because they gave up. I can let that one go. A bunch of quitters. Um, I'm gonna go with Home Alone. Agreed. As First a, one was good. Second one was passable. Everything after that, complete shit. Yeah, there's so many of these that are like, why did you keep making movies? You exactly. Made one good one. Jonathan. Um. Hmm. I want to go with Godfather. I'm willing to let that one go. Godfather 1 and 2 were glorious. Godfather yes. 3 reeked like a burning house made of chicken shit and stuffed with dead dogs. Okay. Hmm. Well, Ken likes it. Right. Wow. Now it's getting a little bit tougher, isn't it? We're on a top 30 now. I'm not sure if I should have used a, a veto on that one. I feel like there are movie critics who are going to like. Oh, they're going to... There are many why? people who are going to say, why did we get rid of that this early? Because we don't even have that The in entire Rambo franchise has just been declared better than the Godfather series. I agree with that. I would too. Really? 
Yeah. Especially the first, considering the, the first movie is fantastic PTSD movie. And the totally. last movie is really just the Rambo is the Punisher. Yeah, and this one that just coming up I don't count because it just came out. Oh, I that's what I was just talking about. Oh. Okay. But you're up, Dan. Um There's so many I haven't actually even seen any of them. Um I'm tempted just to throw Batman under the bus. Which which Batman? That's what I'm wondering. This one's so general. Like if we take there would be they have the, the Dark Knight movies too. as a whole. No, they it, have the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight is separate. So we're talking about um, the rest of the, the, the Tim Burton's yeah. and Joel Schumacher's. Thing. Yes, if it has to be more than two. We're You're talking, talking about, about the. the f- we're talking about the. We're talking about eighty. We're talking about eighty nine through what ninety ninety eight. Like yeah, ninety nine. Everything before Christian Bale. Okay. Um, is the Batman? Then yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say. Because really, honestly, the Tim Burtons were good, but the other ones were so bad. Yeah, yeah. I, I love. Yeah, the, the 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 Joel Schumacher's cannot be redeemed by the Michael by, by the uh, Tim Burtons. Right. I'm gonna go with um, my next elimination is gonna be the Hobbit, and I'm not talking the cartoon. I'm talking like the ones right. that they just made, the trilogy that they just made, the which Hobbit. is absolutely terrible. Anybody yeah. want to veto the that Hobbit? Is, uh... Nope. I'm gonna let it. I I'm, I'm gonna let it go because it shouldn't have been three movies. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah, it should have just been two. They could have done it in one. To be honest with you. No, I think the visuals for they could have done it in a mini series, yeah. and it would have been glorious. All right, Ken, you're up, sir. Fast and Furious. Yeah, screw those movies. <sighs> he's gonna do it. You know I'm, he's gonna do it. It's too see, I'm, soon. I'm not gonna burn it. It's, see, it's I'm, too si- soon. I'm sitting here feeling bad that I that I that I didn't fight for Godfather and let Fast and Furious make the best of it. Yeah, Fast and Furious is terrible. All right, Jonathan, you're up. Man, I really want to make you just burn one. I'm not going. You don't uh, know what I like, sucker. I know you like Back to the Future. I do like Back to the Future. And you probably would not let it go this early. I Wait. would. And just to put it back out there, Pitch Perfect is still on the list. I know. <laughs> it, it is. It is. It is. Are it's going soon. It's going soon. Are we all forgetting that, 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 that one's on here? Uh, by the way, my vote is for Halloween. I can let it go. Yep. The first yeah. one's an absolute classic of suspense, but the rest are meh. I just talked about Halloween 3 and how terrible that is. All right. Uh, Transformers. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck Transformers. There goes your first veto. Michael bullshit is what all that is. Yeah, Michael Bay sucks. The Bumblebee movie that just came out was amazing. It yeah, was but but the very uh, taking with the rest of the movies. Amazing. The, yeah. I thought I thought it was for a Transformers movie compared <laughs> okay, to the other ones. Amazing for a Transformers movie. Compared to the other Transformers yes. movies, Bumblebee uh, was really really good. Sparkling it was a good, sure, yeah, soft but, reboot. Know. Transform the first transfer movie I was okay with the ones after that until the one with that was last night I think no they were they were pretty good I have to say that all I right. did enjoy watching them so Transformers is gone it's gone oh. all right I'm gonna have to eliminate Resident Evil oh that was my next choice anybody yeah that's fine no you're good Kenneth Men in Black I'm good with letting that go. Hmm. So really, we learned our lesson on the last one of these things, and we're all just going to veto the crap out of the last... Oh, the last frenzy is going to be fun. (laughs) Jonathan, you're up. Uh, Alien. Oh, man. Alien 1 and Alien 2 are so good. 
But Alien 3 is really bad. So I'm going to let it go. Danon. Uh, the Bourne movies. Mm. Ooh, those are tons of fun. They're tons of fun. I like all. I like all the ones with with Matt Damon in them. Yes. They have a new Jeremy show. Renner thing. They have a new show coming out. Yeah, isn't that what RDJ is doing now? I don't know if he's Robert Downey Jr. I thought I thought I saw. I thought in preview he was in. I thought I saw him in the preview. I don't think. I don't know. All right, I'm going to eliminate Pitch Perfect. <laughs> saw that one coming. Uh, rush uh, hour. Hold on, hold on. Wait, you want to keep Pitch I'm, Perfect? I'm waiting my options. I want to see if we can get into at least the top twenty. I already mm. marked it off. Well, that's not my fault. Are you gonna veto Pitch Perfect? Really? Of all the vetoes you used, you're gonna say Pitch Perfect over Transformers? No. Just okay. To, just to be a troll and get into the top twenty. All right. So hold on. Before you vote for another movie, though, however, I do want to say what our top twenty are. Okay. So this is what is currently left: Lord of the Rings. The X-Men movies, Harry Potter, Rocky, Mission Impossible, The Dark Knight Trilogy, Star Wars, Die Hard, Pirates of Caribbean, James Bond movies, The Hunger Games, Avengers, Hunger Games, Oceans he 11, or Oceans, Rambo, Back to the Future, Lethal Weapon, Star Trek, John Wick, Predator, and Rush Hour. That is our top 20. All right, so Ken, okay. carry on. Rush hour. I'm good with it. Yep. Jonathan. Uh, Predator. Yeah, I'm good with it. Damon. Right. Uh, I gotta go John Wick. I've never seen a John Wick film. You yeah, really? agreed. Have it's you, good. It's fun. Have you, you never seen one? People keep oh. saying that it's fun. First it's... one's beautiful. Yeah, the first one's great. Yeah. Then it gets worse. The world's that. greatest revenge movie. It really is. It really is. I would definitely the his training that he went through to be able to do the action sequences. Oh yeah, is it's breathtaking. Bananas. It is amazing. I know. That's just I would say watch it just because of what Reeves does with his gun work. It's beautiful. It's a ama- it, honestly, if you watch him with the way he shoots and stuff. And how he like moves from target to target, it's just a it's a ballet. Yeah, it's actually really great. Hmm. I'll check it out. Alright, I'm gonna go ahead and get rid of Mission Impossible. Alright, thank you. Oh, he's gonna veto it. He what? he does like his Tom Cruise. Like he really wishes he could I ride really on Tom Cruise's the, plane in I Top Gun. I really like the Mission Impossible movies. But Haley Atwell's coming. She's doing two. Hmm. Are you really gonna veto? You just like looking at his guns when he climbs mountains. Well, I actually don't care who's in the movie. I just like the. It's always Tom Cruise. It doesn't matter. I'm just letting you know that you're in love with him. I am not in love with Tom Cruise. The only male I'm in love with is you. Whatever. Dude, you were, you were into risky business way before you even started. Actually, I hate that movie. I do. I haven't, never, I haven't even been able to get through the whole thing. It's not that great. It's gone. Okay. So whose turn is it? Ken? Mr. Kenneth. Lethal weapon. Okay. All right. Surprised at how much I don't care about a lot of these. Yeah, right? I mean, they're like, oh, that's a good movie. Well, it hasn't been a lethal weapon movie in, what, 10 years? I mean... Well, everyone since Mel Gibson went on that rant and went crazy. Yeah, he's subtly working his way back into Hollywood, and it's mildly disturbing. There's a lethal weapon TV show. Yeah. Yeah, we don't count that, though. 
All right, Jonathan, you're up, man. Hmm. I think I'm going to have to go Oceans. That was my next pick to go. 11 and 13 were good. 12 was terrible. And I like the new one. I actually haven't seen the newest one with the ladies. Do it. Those are good It's entertaining. Now, obviously, and anybody who didn't pick up on this is kind of stupid, but 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. (laughs) And then they're going to make Oceans 14 where it's both casts. Please stop. All right, Dana, you're up, sir. Okay, so... I think we got to eliminate three more, and then we're at our top ten. Four more. All right, I'm going to go... I'm at 14 right now. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, veto. You're vetoing that? Yep. <laughs> wow. Wow. Excuse Ken, Ken vetoed sorry. it, too. My apologies. Wow, pir- you're vetoing pirates. Okay. Oh, that surprised me, Jonathan. I'm going to go with X-Men. Throw them out of there. Um, I'm not going to dispute that. They're not good. I lost track of it. Like, They're literally so not good. You going to use your another veto, Jonathan? I'm waiting. No, because you guys are going to... There's too many of you that don't like them to, to fight for it. X-Men's out. All right. Ken. Um, die. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Hunger Games. I'm going to let that go. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too, too much deviation from the book series. Jonathan, and then we're at our mm. top ten. No, we have two more. You said four. We just eliminated three. You did two. You counted pirates being eliminated, and it didn't. Oh, yeah, okay. That's right. We never actually eliminated pirates. Bloody pirates. Uh, Danny was still supposed to eliminate something else, by the way. No, he oh. got vetoed. Yeah, but then he has to pick something else. Well, that's not what we did last time. Uh, okay, Danny, yeah. pick something else. Okay. Uh, Predator. We already eliminated Predator's Predator. Gone. Pick something else. When did that happen? I did that one Jonathan, a while ago. Jonathan hated it. Oh. Okay. It was out of the top 20. Then... Rambo? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. Rambo. Thanks, Jonathan. Well, I was just trying to say, I mean, he was having a hard time. I'm letting it go. Okay, Jonathan, now you're up, and then we'll be at 10. Now we're going to be at 10, and I'm getting rid of Rocky. I'm going to use my first veto on Rocky. All right. That's just just great movies. Rocky's They're been just so much showed. fun. That means i got to pick another one. Yep. Um, Back to the Future. Do you not find Rocky to be a little formulaic? I just really like the first one so very much because it's so well done. But to, to outweigh all of the others? Well, and then I like the Russian one because that's tons of fun. And the second one is also good. The only downer of the first four was Clubber Lang. So now, I, are we including the new Rocky movies, too? Yes. Yeah. I think most of them are Even pretty the good. Even the Creed ones. What did you say, Jonathan? I said Back to the Future, but I'm actually going to go with um, Star Wars. I'm actually willing to let that go. Nah, because episode uh, four, five, and six, phenomenal. Everything, One, two, and three, yeah, absolutely else. horrible. See, I, I liked episode I'm gonna, two I'm gonna a veto little bit. Dane and Vito, would you? I, I liked... I, there are certain things about every movie that I like. Are but guys, not enough to fight for. Are you guys hashtagging your vetoes, by the way? Yes. I'm down. I have two left. And Danon so used one. So wait, do you just keep saying stuff burning vetoes? I feel like that's not how that works. Well, I'll just skip me, skip me and go. Uh, so Danon, sure, go. So Jonathan got vetoed twice. I did. 
And we're still at and 11. I can't say pirates again? No. No. Like, ever? No. No. Somebody else has to eliminate it, because it's been saved. When we when we say Avengers, are we talking about the three Avengers? The movies? four the four the Avengers four, movies. The four Avengers movies. Not oh yeah, the, and Star Trek. What are we talking about? Like all the Star Trek movies be, or the reboots? It would be all the Star Trek movies. Every single has, Star Trek movie. Correct. Original oh. cast and new cast. All the way TMG reboots. reboots. <laughs> yes. Oh wow. Okay. That's a well, lot of um, Star Trek movies. It is. I guess I'll go Die Hard. Oh, dude. You're making me use the, another veto. The first one? Then what's the rest? Dude, they're so good. Okay, I'm using another veto. I'm only down to one. You get one more pick, Dana, and then it skips to Pete. <sighs> Pirates of the Caribbean still. You can't take it. Oh, you're down Back to the to ones the, you like, huh? Back to the future? I'm not going to save it. All right. Back to the future's out. Wow. All right, I'm uh, really surprised I did not get to top ten. Okay, we are at the top ten, so you want me to read them off? Uh, we have Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter. <laughs> no, the answer is no. You don't. You don't get to read those off. <laughs> well, I want to make sure we have the right list. I'm actually deleting them off the lines. Uh, Rocky, The Dark Knight Trilogy, Star Wars, Die Hard, Pirates of the Caribbean, James Bond, Avengers, and Star Trek. Guess what we're not at? We're not actually at ten. You know Why? Why? Wait, you know did what's... you say Star Wars? I thought we'd eliminated Star Wars. No, it got, no, vetoed. It got vetoed. Oh. Do you, know, do you know why we're not at 10? Why? Because you know what's not on this list? What? The Indiana Jones trilogy. Oh. It has to be can, added. Can, can we all agree that it would have made it this far? Yeah, I think so. Yes, I wouldn't have voted it. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have voted then. Yeah. So we're going back to 11. Now we got to do this again. Right. All right, is it my turn? Indiana Jones. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dude, I was going to do it anyways. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Pirates. Yay. Of the Caribbean. First one was tons of fun. Oh, and I can't veto it a second time. Nope. You're out. Anybody? Nope. I hate you all. All right, Kenneth. Now we're at 10. Die hard. Fuck. Mm-hmm. I'll let it go. Got me. Rocky. You guys are all assholes. <laughs> this is just all your movies going down. They're all down. You guys are all assholes. You're sinking. <clears throat> all right. I ain't got no more. You've used all so, your vetoes? No, I got one veto left. Okay. Lord of the Rings. I guess I'm going to go Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah, you can go with that. Veto. Yep. Oh. Oh, Ken with the veto. Oh, snap, son. Oh, Ken uses a veto. My turn. Oh, wait, you get to pick something else. And then it's my turn. Okay, so I'm going to pick... Who saved Star Wars, The Dark Knight? Danan saved Star Wars. Yep. The Dark Knight trilogy? Yep. Going once? Going Going twice? twice? Gone. Still actually haven't seen the last one. Not missing anything. That's that's why you're missing Anne Hathaway in the cat suit. Well, yeah, well, there's that. I mean, it, it has its qualities. I'm gonna go with Harry Potter. It's it's definitely the least best of these movies that are left. Not gonna hear anything from me. Ken can't veto. Gone. All Hold right. on, I have a veto left. Why didn't I you have... say anything then? I'm thinking. Oh my god, you take so long to make a decision. Right. Are we at top five now? No, we're at seven. Jonathan seven. won't let us get to top five. Wait, okay, so what are the top seven? 
We got Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Star Wars, James Bond, Avengers, Star Trek, Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. Oh, right. Shut. Do you want me to save it, Ken? What? Harry Potter. I mean, I would like you to, but... Is this your last veto? No, I have two left. Because <sighs> here's the thing. If I save it, I'm the only one who can get rid of it. And you're going to. Today, Junior. It's gone. All right. So whose turn is it? I just said Harry Potter. All right, Ken. So it's you're Mr. Up. Ken. Star Trek. I'm willing to let that go. Veto. Thank you. You vetoed? I'm going to veto that one. All right. All right, Ken, pick another. Oh, he's, he's had a tough choice here. Star Wars. I already picked it. So. I can't do a thing about it. Dick bag. It's gone. It's gone. So here's our top five. It didn't make top five. Lord of the Rings. You're bad people. James Bond. Avengers. Star Trek. Indiana Jones. All right. Who's up? Me. Indiana Jones. It's better than some of these. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use it. Tis saved. All right. Pick your other choice, Jonathan. Um, I'm going to have to go with... Man. This is, this is hard. It is now. I'm going to have to go with... I'm going to have to go with Avengers. I'm willing to let that go. Yep. Yep, it's gone. Yep. You haven't used any of yours yet, Ken. Eight. Ken's used one. I used one. Oh, okay. Ken's got two. I'm done. Danan's got one. I got one. And Jonathan's got, got two. I got two. Mm. All right, you're up, Danan. I'm actually okay with any of them that are left. I'm going to go so. with the Lord of the Rings. I'm going to let it go. I've got no more vetoes. Ken? Ken, do you want to save LOR? I can't do it. It's gone? It's gone. Oh, man. Shit's getting real. We're down to three? Top three. Indiana Jones, James Bond, and Star Trek. I'm going to go with Star Trek. I can't veto again. I vetoed that one once before. Anybody want to save Star Trek? I'll veto it. All right. So my next choice is... Oh, man. Indiana Jones or James Bond? How do you make that choice? How well, do you do Indiana Jones or James Bond? I'm going to have to go with... Um, what's the percentage, though? Because there's four Indiana Jones you know, movies. You know, there's one terrible one. There's one terrible one, but there are a lot of terrible James Bond movies. Are. I'm going to go with James Bond. I'm going to eliminate James Bond. Is anybody going to save James? I, I can't. There's too much... Jonathan, you've got two, you got one left. It's not even just it's not even the bad James. It's the meh James Bond movies. Okay, right. No, yeah, I'm. I let it go. James Bond's out. I'm not even sure what I would use my veto for anymore. Anyway, we yeah. only have two left, and Ken's going to decide the winner right here: Indiana Jones or Star Trek. And I no longer have a veto. I have one left. Jonathan's can can veto 
Like, Dana can, can we beat Dan. Actually might, we actually might end in a tie. And Ken's got be vetoes. Yeah. Could be a tie. All right, Ken, if you had to eliminate Indiana Jones or Star Trek, what would you eliminate? <clears throat> These are tough choices. The, the last really five are is. tough. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm a lifelong Star Trek fan. Lifelong Star Trek fan. But I love, but I love Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. The last one, the first half of, of part four was good. And then they got to the jungle and shit went haywire. Yeah, just, the wheels came off the wagon. But there are some bad so Star Trek three movies. Three and a half... Three and a half James or three and a half Indiana Jones movies. Three and a half phenomenal Indiana Jones, or probably four or five really good Star Trek movies. Yeah, there's because there were some bad ones in there. Yeah, we yeah. won't even pretend the first one happened. Ugh. I'm also thinking about some mediocre reboots. Uh, most yeah, of the, the TN, last two most reboots, of the TNG movies. I do. I, I did gotta, like the last three. I gotta go. I I, I gotta I gotta say Star Trek's gotta go. Star Trek's got to go. Do I have a veto from Danon or Jonathan on Star Trek? No. Veto. I, well, I mean, oh, it, Jonathan uses his final I, veto. So I couldn't have vetoed anyway. Because you vetoed it once. Right. So Jonathan vetoes. So technically that means we're in a tie. Then we're we in have a tie to be a tie. Situation. So. We're tied between coin. Star Trek and Indiana Jones. We're doing rock, paper, scissors. So we can only assume you're going to say Indiana Jones. Nope. So we're actually going to do something different. Wow. We could let our, our listeners decide. We could, but we'll never find out. We're never going to do that. <laughs> so this is what we're going to do. We are going to pause. For station identification. And when we come back, we will tell you who's number one. We'll be right back. Bond is a man, but we can have a female 007. Yeah. What would her name be? Well, it doesn't matter what her name is. 007 is the... She's, Jamie. She's the It'd be Jamie Bond. Jamie no, Bond. it doesn't even have to Right, be but that. I mean, there's going to be Karen? No. Yeah, it's just Karen. This God Karen damn it, Smith. Karen. <laughs> God damn it. Well, it does, oh. no, it doesn't have to be, because like, 007 is just like the... Is 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 the is the moniker? Yeah, you're yeah, the, but you're, she's you're gonna the, have to have like seven. You're the seventh active double O. Some kind of name though, and she's well, gonna yeah, have to deliver it. But don't make it like a rip off of James Bond. Like that's what I'm saying. No. It's like you can acknowledge that James Bond retired. Yeah, make it like 007, and then you know she always gets the guy. Like how the guy always gets while James Bond always sleeps with the chick. She always sleeps with the guy. So she's a whore. No. <laughs> she's... Why does she have to be a whore? Why is James Bond not a whore? James Bond is a whore. Okay, yeah, well, he is. so is she. But, you know, the reverse. She wants to get hers, too. She or she just always gets the girl still. Yeah, we can do that. There's nothing wrong with that. You tough chick. I was trying to smash the patriarch here, Ken. I just thought that it would be... No, but no yeah, me. like, I'm just wondering if... Because they did... They redid Casino Royale. Right. And then... Like, yeah, but Casino Royale was not a uh, fully sanctioned James Bond film to begin with. No, but it wasn't. It wasn't Ian Fleming book. It wasn't Ian Fleming book. It was a so. But what book. I'm saying is, like, I'm like, and if you, if you remember, like, you know, he was kind of like retiring after you know this last movie. So I'm wondering <coughs> if the new Bond, the Daniel Craig's last movie, will be like on Her Majesty's Secret Service, where he's retired and has to come back because his wife gets killed. Hmm. Was that the last Bond book? Hmm? Was that the last Bond? No, that was like that, that was that was the premise of the no. George Lazenby. Oh, I know, but yeah. Under, but was that the last Bond book? Because that was Under Majesty's Secret Service. I don't believe so. 
was at the last one, and because they, they follow an order in yeah. the books, they start with Casino Royale. They yeah. don't start with Doctor No like the movies do. Doctor No is like book four. Yeah, but if you they didn't actually like Casino Royale technically was the first. But they didn't start with Casino Royale as a feature film because they asserted it because it, it started as a TV movie. Oh yeah. They'd already made one. That's the same, but as the, like I said, it wasn't a sanctioned Bond film. Right. It wasn't the. But they didn't want to remake what they already just made. That's why they didn't start with Casino Royale. Right. Oops. There went that. Did you figure it out? I have it. We're recording. All right. We're recording, huh? We're yeah. recording. That was a good conversation, so I just hit the button. I wasn't even by my microphone. That's all right. It's not very professional. <laughs> oh, God, we're supposed who, to be professional? Yeah, who's professional here? I don't know, buddy. Exactly. So who's our winner? Indiana Jones <laughs> or Star wait. Trek? So wait, wait, wait. At the last second, we changed all the rules. Well, so here's what really happened. We came down to the fact that it would have been a tie because of the number of vetoes that were left and the amount of people who could actually vote on something. Right. Because they hadn't already said it or vetoed it before. Correct. So mathematically, we were at a tie between Indiana Jones and Star Trek. Yeah, the movie series. So what we decided while we were on break was that we actually went back to the top ten list. And what we did is each one of us gave it a either one point to ten points of we, our own list. And we ranked we, each movie in the top ten. And then we have added those up. And now we have a definitive top ten series movie list. Ooh, so what's number ten? Number ten... Is Rocky. Really? Okay. With how many points? Ten points. Ten points. Okay, so that's somebody liked bad. it and somebody didn't. Yeah, that's not that bad. Yep. Okay. Number nine. Die Hard. You guys are killing me. You're killing me. With 14 points. God, Die Hard's the best Christmas movie ever. <laughs> it is. It is the best Christmas movie. It well, is. Didn't we already, we agreed to that. Yeah, yeah but I, we're I not talking about different. Christmas movies right? here. Right. Number eight. Harry Potter. Yeah. With 15 points. Ooh, just mm. squeaking out. Yeah. Number then we seven. have a three-way tie. So five, really? six, and seven are? So tied for number five. Yep, so technically number five. We have Lord of the Rings, The Dark Knight, and James Bond. Okay, I can see hmm. that. All that at, seems accurate. All yeah. at 21 points. Okay. Okay, so number wow. four is the Avengers, because Jonathan put that as his 10-point winner. Actually, number four is also a tie. Ooh, tie for third. number three. So, this is a two-point tie. And it is between Avengers and Star Trek. Oh, we have a winner. Oh. So we have a very distinctive winner by eight points. Wow, run away. It's a comfortable margin of victory. Even if I was to give this one a single point, it's still won by two. Because Star Wars comes in at number two with 28 points. Okay. Right. And no. Indiana Jones comes in at number one bum, ba -dum, bum, ba -dum, ba -dum. with 36 points. 36 points. We all love oh. Indiana Jones. Right. That's at least three tens. Yeah. No. And a six. Well, or four nines. <laughs> Mine was I a get, ten. I, I gave it a ten. Yeah. I it, it a ten. It was a ten, ten, nine, seven. Yeah. Wait. Nine, seven? Yeah. Yep. Jonathan, I gave it to you. The seven was Jonathan. Yep. Yeah. Mine was a seven. Uh, my number ten was Avengers. I knew it. So my number nine was James Bond. Okay. 
My number eight was The Dark Knight, followed by number seven, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Followed by Harry Potter. Or, sorry, no. Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Star Trek, Die Hard, Star Wars, and Rocky. Nice. I actually do not like the Rocky movies whatsoever. If I could have given it a zero, I would have. All right. So, Indiana Jones got added to the list at 10 and probably should have been there. Right, like what Google list did we pull this from that it wasn't on? Uh, so people. you type in, you just type in movie series. So and if you, yeah, if you, of, if, yeah, if you if you go to Google and you type in bullshit movie lists, that's right. what pops up. <laughs> How do you have a series list of movies without Indiana Jones on it? I mean, yeah, we're all kids of the '80s, so like Indiana Jones holds a very you know warm place in our hearts. Right. But still, man. Still. You had Back to the Future on there, but you didn't have Indiana Jones. Right. Not Weird. cool. I'm actually double checking them to see if I just skipped it on accident. You probably skipped it because you didn't want to be on the list. You only gave it a seven. Right. It's un-American. It you is un-American. Oh, you know what else we missed? The guy what? punches Nazis in every almost every film, and in the fourth one, one of the problems with the fourth commies. one is he didn't punch a Nazi. He punches commies instead. He should have found a Nazi and punched him. They were in Peru. There was definitely Nazis. There were absolutely 100% Nazis in Peru. I uh, know. He should have found a Nazi. You know, just like at the grocery like, store. Yeah, just like Adolf Eichmann at the airport, just punches him in the face. Good, that would make that movie so much better. Great. So the reason I'm wondering what they're going to do with five, how they're going to pull that off in the space. <laughs> so we also missed like the Maze Runner movies. The Maze Runner movies are shitty. Right. Jack Ryan movies. Jack Ryan movies are shitty. Which Meet the Parents. Oh, Meet the Parents uh, movies. Uh, first two are okay. Uh, IP Man. Ooh. Ooh. Ip Man. Ip Man is good. The first two are good. Right. The third one's kind of... Only but the first one's fantastic. The first one was good. Yeah. The Mummy movies. Meh. Uh, After Brendan Fraser. Yeah, first two. The Karate Kid. Uh, uh, the third one's short not circuit. so hot. Short No, short no. Circuit. No. Is there a third one? Why don't, why don't you just say Police Academy, Ken? Oh. I love Short Circuit. That's a, what a great movie Short Circuit actually is. Short Circuit though. is a great movie, but it only needed one. No, Police I... Academy needed not to exist at all. Hey. You, might, you, might, hey. you might as well say Revenge of the that Nerds. That was my too. childhood, Porkies. and you shut your mouth. Revenge of the Nerds was great. I love Revenge of the Nerds. I told you guys last time that I have the panty rate edition. Well. It doesn't hold up right. Neither does Police it Academy. Does not hold and up neither right. does Porky's. Yeah. It holds up just fine. Have you even seen Porky's? I don't remember, dude. No, you didn't. <laughs> I've seen it, but I just don't remember it. So I got up on the TV right now. This is The Lion King versus the movie called Kimba. Yeah, Kimba the White Lion. Yeah, they totally yeah. stole that shit. Like, I never realized how much of it they actually stole. Like, look at that. That's the same scene. Yeah, they stole all of it, man. I'm telling I you. I mean, the entire thing is this other movie. All all Disney does is rip people off and then sue them for it after they say, hey, you ripped us off. Right. Wasn't that the plan during, like, the dot-com boom? Is it? Wow. That really is, like, shot for shot the same film. It's it is. the same film. It's literally the exact same movie, just retold a little bit differently. Like, there's the bird. There's the, yeah. There's the lions and the hyenas. What a ripoff, man. There's the sunrise. Look at look at this. This is what threw me off. Oh, wow. 
Like, it gets even crazier right How now. do they get away with this? So they just show up at a meeting at Disney, and they're like, hey, what's the storyboard for this new uh, Lion whatever movie we're doing? They're like, oh, hey, just pop in that VHS of this other movie that totally exists right now. And that's your storyboard. Oh, wait, the mountain points in a different direction. Yeah. That's, oh, that's just shot from the other side. <laughs> that's hey, guys, uh, they're looking to the wow. left. Wow. Seems like we're so, kind of stealing it. So what are you watching here so our listeners can, can check it out? This is something you found on YouTube where it shows uh, scenes from the White Lion and uh, the Lion King, correct? Yeah, so type in to YouTube those two side by side and you'll see the video. It's pretty brutal. What a, what a, what a rip. Oh, it's like exactly shot for shot. I mean, he has a scar on his eye and everything, just like... Right? And like a better scar because his eye doesn't open. Right. I mean, he's on the branch with them. Oh, they're riding different animals there. Yeah, they're riding different animals there. Wow. Right, but all the clips we've seen, this is seriously like the entire movie. It's not two scenes that were kind of similar... No, I mean, this is stuff that's all throughout the entire thing. How did how does Disney get away with this stuff? More lawyers. More lawyers. An abundance of wealth. What's your take, Ken? Ken likes uh, it. Well, I do. Ken, it's probably my retirement. So Ken likes it for nefarious reasons. As is my way. Well, it's the Disney way. The yeah. Disney way is to steal it and then tell everybody else they're the thieves. Basically. I mean, let's talk about cultural appropriation. I mean, really. Well, that's 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 scene for scene theft is what that is. Is that? I mean, I mean, you don't get to appropriate something that for the scene by scene and just like change the names and the colors. Unless the copyright was over. If the copyright was over, that's a different story. Oh, did they buy the rights to the film or something, or just it became public domain? If it, it became public domain, or they they bought the rights to it. If they bought the rights to it, then I guess they can do that. Right. But it's kind of shitty. Right, I mean, might as well just call it Kim of the Lion. We're remaking it. Right, but, but they don't want you to know that it's Simba the Lion, his his right brother. Kim of the White, Kim of the White Lion different. was a TV series. Uh, that broadcast in the sixties. That doesn't make it right. But it was. You said it was broadcast in the sixties. Yes. Doesn't make it any less lazy. Right. It was a film, Jungle Emperor, made in 1966. And they used shots from both of those films to make uh, Lion King? Jungle Emperor and the Lion King. Shot for shot. That is so... <laughs> okay, well, ridiculous. <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous. But yeah, so that, yeah, they, they, they do that a lot. Well, actually, that's the only one that I know of. Is there any others that that you know of, like cartoon wise? I don't think so. No, but I bet a quick internet search would pull up something. No, I think like Bambi and all those original Disney's were original. I would hope so. I mean, 
there's so many stories that a person could tell. Why would you tell the same one in exactly the same way? Which is kind of what bums me out about the remake live action that Disney's doing now is they're just like, well, we've got this stuff. Let's just grind out more crap for it endlessly so we can make more money. I mean, my kids like it. It, Like, I get that the fans like that stuff and they're not, you know, terribly done. But seriously, there are so many stories to tell. Dude, the Aladdin remake was horrible. Like, the live action Aladdin was terrible. Uh, it's my pa- my kid's favorite movie right now. I really? enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was horrible, and they sped up the film in ways to make it fit to the song, and it, it was just sloppy. It was obviously just thrown together. Mm-hmm. I like that they used culturally appropriate characters. Right. But I thought it was just thrown together. It's obvious a, cat, a smash and grab. There's no artistry to that. No, and it's, it's the same thing where they're like, well, what's the storyboard? Oh, that thing we already did? Yeah, let's just do that now. Yeah, it's going to keep happening. I didn't see the Dumbo one. I heard that was really bad, though. I didn't see the Dumbo one. I didn't see the Dumbo one either. I haven't watched any of the live-action Disney films. The only one I've seen was Aladdin, and I didn't really even want to see it, but I watched I it. I gave it, I gave it its fair share. I enjoyed the Jungle Book, and I enjoyed Aladdin. Well, the I, Jungle Book was okay. I did watch actually. the Jungle Book. I take that back. I, I, I liked the Jungle Book. That was that was decent, but it was a little different. You know, they made, they paid an homage to the to the film, right? To the original cartoon, but it wasn't. That's probably why exactly nobody thinks same. of it when they start talking about these movies. Is because Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King. Oh, all Beauty and the Beast too. They were shot for sure. Oh, I did see Beauty and the Beast too. Now you're saying these, I'm remembering them. I now. never seen Beauty and the Beast. I enjoy. I enjoyed Beauty and the Beast. That one was okay. I want to give it an A plus. No, but it did, it, they, they did they did correct some 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 things, some issues with the with the with the cartoon. Yeah. With the with the timing and things like that. Likewise, in Aladdin, where they you know didn't travel four thousand miles in a split second. Right. Like. Yeah. They did. <laughs> yeah, Just, I mean. You, yeah, they could yeah, do that. Yeah. Where air resistance and friction just incinerates the both of them. Yeah. <laughs> Even yeah, if the carpet like can go that have, fast. Yeah, they still have skin left. Your you face know. still melts. So do you think Aladdin's timeline-wise is a post-apocalyptic world? <laughs> Why would it I've be always a, been intrigued by that theory. Why would it be a post-apocalyptic world? There is a theory But that, the thing is that in the live action, in the live action... Will Smith isn't doing the kind of impressions that Robin Williams does in the cartoon. That's true. Because and the, ca- the cartoon version is much more believable to fit the post-apocalyptic theory. That's true. No, nah, I just think he's a ge- genie and can time travel. Gen- genies are pretty powerful, Ken. Well, when we first... So here's one of the things... Well, says, I mean, if you want to talk about Disney movies and anachronisms, I mean... You really can't like go there, right? <laughs> yeah. So when we first meet Genie, he says, 10,000 years will give you such a crick in your neck." Okay. And then a few months a few moments later he references the 3rd century. Right. Um based on the clothing, it looks like Aladdin took place in the 1300s. But the math behind the statements uh, is paints a different picture. If the genie remembers the third century and it's been 10,000 years in his lamp, then the movie must be set at least 10,300. Okay, how about this? Sometimes 
a cigar is just a cigar, and it was a movie where a guy was being funny in it. Right. He also makes fun of all. Not all everything has a weird, crazy like the, theory. Yeah, the, the Ed Sullivan re- references and. Right. Yeah, they refer to all that stuff being historical. Let it go, people. That's like the that's like the, that's like the notion that the, the, the Flintstones takes place in a post-apocalyptic world. So even the video game for Aladdin, the really hard one. This is pretty. This is pretty crazy. There's bones and a stop sign in it. Okay, sometimes video game makers suck. <laughs> right, and think conspiracy theories are hilarious. It's like, the, it's like how the bishop in Little Mermaid has a boner, okay? It's not worth reading into. Yeah, I mean, come on, people. I know you're bored. I get it. And you've got nothing to do but think up stupid shit. Right. I to also... post online for likes. Just stop. Yeah, I don't know who watches these things frame by frame. Bored people. I'm telling you. Like, ooh, the new Disney movies come out. We're going to have a watch party and watch it frame by frame. Yeah, people. Stop. Just stop. Or keep doing it because we have something to talk about them. Jonathan likes conspiracy theories, though. Sometimes. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, how's that Area 51 thing going? Do we, do we, uh, do we rate it yet? Do we not uh, rate we, it? The rate has been completed and uh, nobody did anything. It was a, it was a joke. Everybody was kind of having the fun The best thing it. to come out of it was that we were able to find out where Cotton Edge Joke came from and where he went. Uh, oh, uh. actually, the best thing that came out of it was the kid running as Naruto behind in front of the camera. Oh, that's right. So there was like one kid who ran? There was 100 people that showed up or something like that. Well, I heard it was 200. Was it 200? 200. And one yeah. guy got arrested for public urination. Is that what it was? Yeah. He couldn't hold, he couldn't use the port of john Oh, nobody, nobody thought to get Porta Johns. That's the problem. That's why. That's how cool. well this was. Th- so yeah. This, so this is yeah, nobody ever thinks about the logistics. Another so. fry festival. So two hundred people showed up. Then they realized, oh, they can totally get us all. <laughs> Let's not do anything. I think I think everybody just kind of showed up as a joke, because a lot of the, the even the guards are laughing about it. Like it was ridiculous. People were dressed up in costumes. One guy dressed up like a, as an alien or something. Yeah, yeah like it's that. A, it's those five people that show up to everything. <laughs> Right. With it the was, tinfoil hats. And, wait, was yeah. the Westboro so Baptist Church there protesting? <laughs> so protesting actually, alien rights? Right. God, there was actually two people fags. got arrested. Two people got arrested. Both for public urination? I'm trying to see if Were I can they both it. peeing in the right. same spot? Were they both running Be- past the guards peeing on their shoes? Be- yeah, behind the same boulder? He's looking it up. Of course, oh it's gosh. a video. Does it even count as public urination if you're in the middle of the frickin' desert? At, like, it's, <laughs> like out-of-the-way government facility? I think if there's one other person there, it counts as public urination. Right. Which is a sex offense. They can no longer go by a school. Yeah, that guy's on a list now. <sighs> Sucks to be him. Wow, I can yep. remember that. Public that. urination get you is, get you, get you on the sex offender list, and you are not right. allowed to live next to school. I mean, it's like a third, third or fourth degree criminal sexual conduct. Right. Yeah. But, but still, now that you mentioned that, I do know somebody... Or heard a story of a person who they were just out screwing around and like in a school playground, but like at two in the morning or something, and got arrested for public urination. And so like now it's like a, a sexual offense at a school, and it's like this whole bigger thing than it. Yeah, it gets blown really, out of proportion yeah. really fast. Right. Speaking of things that get blown out of proportions fast. Oh no. So that's what she said. A woman had a freak and dangerous encounter with a camel in a field near a busy truck stop. She get humped. 
<laughs> Double humped? Which kind of camel was it? Humpty! This is that story I was telling you about earlier. Dramatory or... <laughs> Authorities say a woman was chasing her loose dog when she was attacked by the animal. Wait, the dog was loose or the woman? Where does this, where does this take place? Well, uh, it says gross teeth. Little column A, little column B. Okay, so she lost her loose dog. Yep. The camel was spooked by the wandering dog and the woman chasing it, so the camel gave chase to the woman, eventually pinning her against the wall of a building. Oh, no. Maybe what I said earlier was correct. The woman's, the camel sat on top of the woman, nearly crushing her. They got to sit on something soft. Authorities said in an attempt to save herself, the woman bit the testicles of the camel so it would jump off of her. Oh my word! Wait, did it work? The woman, the woman then escaped. Authorities said her solution was to Bite. jump on camel balls. <laughs> hey. She she bit a camel's ball to get free. She didn't like speed bag those things. What would you do for a Klondike bar? What would you do for, <laughs> for a, a camel, camel bar? Yeah. For a camel ball. <laughs> Good lord! Can you imagine being like. The only thing I could do to save myself is if I bite this testicle. I mean, if you had the dire bite a Ooh. testicle, you might bite a testicle. Right. That's all I'm saying. Like, if there was toilet paper, I'd pay five bucks if I had to go. If there was a testicle and I was getting crushed, I'd bite a testicle. Right. Somebody's getting their testicle you bit. you try and squeeze it first? Like, <laughs> well, yeah, she but, goes right well, for the mouth? I'm assuming. What? I'm assuming your arms were pinned or giving her the better of the doubt. Right. But, yeah, I mean, before I bite it, I would definitely, like all I said right, earlier, all right, have you... I would speed bag that motherfucker. Right. So I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, imagine, I'm trying to figure out a scenario by which the camel is on. Like you can, your arms are pinned, but your mouth, you have enough range of motion in your head to get to the camel's balls. It That's what I can't right figure out. Of her face. Like I can't, I can't reconcile right. that unless the camel was laying down on her. Unless the camel was right. teabagging. Which it was. It had her pinned to the ground. How did that happen though? It's how did it pin her against a wall and then turn around and sit on her and she didn't move? Maybe she tried to like crawl underneath to get out. Did she try to run between his legs and got trapped with balls? Right, and then it's down. I don't yeah. know. That's no, actually, weird. it was only sitting on her ankle, but she went straight for the balls. So, anyway. <laughs> basically, what we're doing is talking about a deleted scene from the Mummy movie starring Brendan Fraser. That's right. right. We could be. This actually, this is actually this, this, this scene actually stars Rachel Weisz. So, is this how this lady becomes Camel Woman? Which is why she didn't return yes. for the third film. It's a radioactive camel. Exactly. Now she has all the powers and skills of a camel. She can absorb tremendous amounts of water and store it in her body. And spit right. tremendous that's how, distances. That's, that's, how she be, that's how she adds hundreds of pounds. It's all right. water weight. It's all water. Ooh, yeah, but then she gets kind of bitchy. <laughs> Is that what happens? And, but it still insists that, much water weight, still insists that she wears too. a size 6 shoe. Man, we're going to hell. We yeah we everybody knew that. That's not surprising. We didn't make it to episode forty-seven and think we weren't going to help. Yeah, no. I knew by episode one. Yeah. I don't even remember what was on episode one anymore, but you knew. Should we play it? No. I'm sure it's absolutely atrocious. Oh, I still think we should put together the clip show. The clip. We do. Wait, wait, wait. The clip show. Wait, wait. And by we, I mean fans and unpaid interns. Should put together the clip show. <laughs> so not us. So we shouldn't put together our, our own clip show. We should. Who's got time for that? Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. I got bronchitis. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Ken's got bronchitis. He got the itis anyway. His bronchioles are inflamed. Itis. Yeah. 
That's, okay. And that's bronchioles are really our fault, though. <laughs> that's not. I don't think it would be our fault. Like, is this when an I episode that where I'm from? from yeah, it's not my fault if they don't know where that is. And if I was, I, listening, I don't feel listed about Wait, what's it. Happening? If I was listening to another person's podcast and they were talking about where they were, and they were trying to like, describe a place, and I really liked the podcast, <clears throat> I probably would like search them up and try to find where they're talking about. Like the Australian boys, I watched their YouTube channel. And what they, the heck were the Australian boys? They're well, boys. They're from Australia. They drop this shit is, off. This is cool this is how far um, we've come. We've not really we've not really progressed. No, no, no we're <laughs> implacable to change. Yeah, I am in the wrong best. job, man. I can do that. I can drop shit. Yeah, dude, they make a lot of money ones. doing it too. I can drop shit. Right. I can still do that through a pool right. table. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. How ridiculous! Yeah, right. just don't go past you know so and so's house and stuff like that. So, but. Man, we were really bad I think back though, then. I think, oh, my word. Back it'll become then. a point eventually. Right? We can, so you can take that piece of bread. Like, let's like say you smash it up to a <clears throat> tiny crumb. It's oh, the sandwich. Now a piece. Sandwich here, episode. Piece sandwich episode. That's so why this episode's the best. Put it out right out of the gate. Of you took a tiny little crumb and put it on the other side. Technically, by definition, you would have a sandwich. I speak with so much conviction. Or if I took a sandwich and put it on a salad, I would be entitled to call it a crumb. You just right. proved my point, though. You just said if I took one. <laughs> wow. Oh, I love the sandwich argument. It was probably my favorite thing we've ever done. And it was the first episode. Everything mm. else has been anticlimactic. It's all been downhill from there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Story of my life. Wow. So when we come back, we have some Vlix quips today. Do we? We do. All right. We'll be right back. Penis. We'll coke cover penis. Coke Penis next week. That's the name of the band. <laughs> That's the band. Coke yeah, penis. Pseudo Profound Nonsense is the album. Coke Penis. Coke pseudo penis. Profound Nonsense is the album. Oh, okay. I dig it. Why can't Coke Penis be the album name? <laughs> because it's better as the band name, man. We are Coke Penis. Avenge Sevenfold playing with Coke Penis. Please. Number one, Avenge Sevenfold sucks. But still, Coke <laughs> Penis. Right, I mean, they got a few good songs. I like their new album. All right, from BBC News, French company liable after employee dies during sex on business trip. Oh, yeah. A French company has been found liable for the death of an employee who had a cardiac arrest while having sex with a stranger on a business trip. A Paris court ruled on his death was in an industrial accident and that the family was entitled to compensation. I think that's bullshit, but carry on. The firm had argued the man was not carrying out professional duties when he joined a guest in her hotel room. But under French law, an employer is responsible for any accident occurring during a business trip, the judge said. Wow. The man named Xavier X was working as an engineer for TSO, a railway service company based near Paris. He died at a hotel during a trip to central France in 2013, as a result of what the employer called a extramarital relationship with a perfect stranger. So, can you have an extramarital Larry relationship Belky. with a... That's what I'm saying. Is it Larry or Belky? You know, like... if one of them was working at a prostitute, it's undoubtedly Belky. Yes. <laughs> so, what would it be an extramarital relationship with a non-perfect stranger? Yeah, like, why did they put the word perfect in there? An that? imperfect stranger? Yeah, like, what? what's the difference? Like, she wasn't a ten? Is she a nine and a half? I don't know. I mean, he had a chance with a 10, so he should have took it, right? It yeah. might not have been a woman. He might have been sleeping with a dude, too. Oh, so right. he might have been a 10. Well, but still a 10. Still a 10 well, is a 10. They said 10 to the, 10. You can take your no, chances. No, we know it's a female because they said he joined a guest in her 
Still, still, Dana's got a point. What if she's not gender conforming? Right. Well, then I'm assuming that the people writing the story would have put that in there. <laughs> that I could do that now. And sometimes light it on fire. <laughs> All right, we ready? Yeah. All right, where would we leave off? I was reading about the guy who had sex and died. Oh, yeah, I think that's bullshit. Agreed. I don't think that, that that company should be liable. I want to know who that judge was. He sucks, or she sucks. But the loss, their it's law the says that if he's on a business trip, they got to pay for anything that happens to Does him. Does the law actually say that, or is that just how the judge interpreted the law? Well, the way the article... I have, from, a, I have a feeling we'll be finding out when, when the company appeals that decision to a higher court. Right. Uh, the Paris Appeals Court upheld his, this view. It's in the article. Sometimes laws are not... Right? Well, they're not perfect at all. The stranger was perfect, apparently, but... Yeah, right. But the law was not. Correct, Amundo. Twas imperfect. All right, who's next? Oh, I can go. Next up? Mine's kind of long, though, so I'm going to skip around. Yeah, um, give us the condensed version. Right, so the title. What does living fully mean? Welcome to the age of pseudo-profound nonsense. Um, you've seen them all before because they're all over Instagram. The captions urging you to embrace your expansion, whatever that means, slow down to savor the moment, and hustle like your Beyonce, all at once. Start visualizing what you want, then say no to anything that isn't it, reads one. Another, buy the plane ticket, quit the job, plan the trip, wander into the unknown, open your heart, take the leap. Yeah. These reminders to live fully are omnipresent on social media platforms. Yet we are consistently told how to live well, happily, adventurously, spontaneously. An army of experts are instructing us to wash our faces, to be badasses, and say yes. Yeah, it's a bunch of crap. Um, so, yeah, like the point of the article being that they just keep saying words at people that don't mean anything. It's basically the same propaganda. Uh, well, the the nice version of propaganda, rather than feeding on all of your like hates and fears and anger and pushing things that way, they do the opposite of 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 all your like hopes and dreams and all that crap by just saying like all kinds of stuff. And the whole thing of everyone living better on Facebook, like oh well, everything's perfect there. Like looking at all of your friends and all of their. Uh, vacations and all the places they've been and the things they're doing and all the hashtags and all that crap. Um, where's one? Oh, yeah, but then soon, doubt started to creep in. Were her peers living a better, more exciting life than she was? Although she didn't post those kinds of photos of herself, she says that there was jealousy and feelings of guilt because I didn't go on a vacation every other weekend or go scuba diving or jump out of a plane or camp in the wilderness all summer. I mean, this girl's a photographer. Uh, so as a photographer herself, she also had to contend with professional pressure, wondering if the cameras were, or bigger cities, or showcased missing pieces to even more success. Like, she uh, describes such curated lives as a pecking order of excitement, explaining that she had other responsibilities, including her own bills and pressure to attend college that didn't align with this narrow definition of living fully. Uh, it took me a while to become at peace with who I am, she says. It wasn't until I tried to mimic the trends that I realized this isn't who I am. 
It's just odd. A lot of it's bullshit. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and just clicks people, and likes. Clicks and likes. Doing it for the gram. People, you know, put, taking selfies with wild animals and getting injured. And uh, you're not supposed to do that. No, surprisingly. But I um, like doing that. Yeah, and they took a really long time to get to the phrase pseudo profound bullshit, which he just defines as things constructed without regard for the truth. Which is, I think, most of those inspirational quotes. Yeah, they're just like, for likes and shares and. Yeah, and they're usually pretty vague and meaningless and tell you to do something. There's usually a sunset in the picture. Yeah. As there's a sunset on the screen. <laughs> As there's a sunset <laughs> on our screen. <coughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. Insert pithy quote here. Yeah. Yeah, we are, for living. we are eager to live our lives fully, she says, yet the pressure to prove this to our friends, in quotes, is a major reason why we are not. Ah, so they say it's 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 worse because you're spending all your time uh, yeah. posting shit. You're too busy trying to make it look like you're living a full life to actually live a full life. Right. Yeah, I mean, how many of those moments are you actually even present in? When you're worried about the angles and the lighting and the thing, it's like just... Be on a mountain for two seconds. Right. Relax. Relax, sucker. Do you think those people just go there, take the photo, and leave? Yes. Probably. Probably. Get lattes afterwards. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they have, like... Where's the Starbucks? They have specific rooms that you can rent out in, like, these swanky hotels just set up to take pictures. So, like... What are they called on social media? Influencers? Oh, yeah. They'll just go there, take the picture, and pretend that they slept there all night, and then leave. They'd pay for, like, just a photo session and then take off. Huh. They don't actually stay there. Yeah. But you can post, I was in this fancy yeah. hotel. But you can say, just woke up from this fancy hotel. They didn't sleep there. They just went there and laid on a bed and took a picture and then left. They just make shit up, man. Wow. Society. I want that job. Society's made up. Yeah. Life is made up. Yep. Made up. All right, who's next? All right. Fans of China's own Loch Ness Monster deflated as Beast turns out to be airbag. Womp, womp, womp. A mysterious long black object that was captured on video in the Yangtze River and ended up captivating China with theories of its own Loch Ness Monster has been revealed as a 20 meter long industrial airbag. Grainy footage showing what appeared to be a long black sea creature slithering among the waves near the Three Gorges Dam in Hubei province circulated widely on Chinese social media. On Weibo, or Weibo, I don't want to say it, the video and discussion thread about it has been viewed more than 32 million times since it emerged on Friday. The video was covered by most major media, including the party paper Beijing Youth Daily and state broadcaster CCTV and China Daily. Some believed it was a visible part of top of a much larger animal. So people believe anything, basically. When it comes to sea monsters, if it's not Scottish, it's crap. While some observers <laughs> lamented the end of the tale and the poor video quality, because it's always poor video quality, in days of perfect video quality. Giving rise to theories of a sea monster, others said local authorities should maintain the mystery. One said... Don't take it out of the water. See the area. Turn it into a tourist attraction. <laughs> Immediately capitalize on this. And open it up to the world. Disappointed. 
<laughs> this is a cruel blow to human imagination and the desire to explore. A blow to Another human side. imagination? You mean the guy who saw it in the first place walked the extra 35 feet to figure out it was an airbag instead? <laughs> right. He's like, wait a minute. Let me take a look at close. Slow right. down. Oh, I'm going to go man. see. Oh, it's a bag. Man, Shit, I, was really, I was really convinced that was a sea monster. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Just the way that the news wasn't involved. No one else ever heard of it because... One time I was by the river and saw trash. It's not a news story. It's not a news story. But they'll make it a news story. You better believe it. Because the influencers just, were like, ooh, this kind of looks like a Loch Ness monster. May, remember that Return to Mayberry movie where they had the sea monster in the lake? No, Ken. Oh, I God. don't remember the Return to Mayberry movie. <laughs> it was great. I'll take your word for was it. Was it a Russian sub? No, it was the, uh, the the carved wooden dragon head off the local Chinese restaurant that somebody had put on a remote control sub and tried to turn into a tourist attraction. That's that's funny. Yeah, like oh my god, let yeah immediately let's turn this into a tourist attraction and start making money on it. You know what? That would work nowadays. Oh, All sure. you need apparently is a grainy video. You can make the body an airbag and then shove a head on it. Done. We have a lake. We right? have a lake. Yeah, we got Where's a lake, a lake right in Kent's, Let's Kent's backyard? Let's do it. There's we, a lake. Do we need a sub or do we just take turns walking around? We can just walk around. Not in that lake. No? Oh, no, is it greasy? <laughs> you don't want to go out there. Why, is it shallow? It's, I don't know, there's a bulldozer and stuff in there, probably some bodies. Ooh. Um, oh, yeah, it is in the middle of Florida. Strongly discouraged from spending time in the water there. Nice. Yeah. And it's Disease? Not, it's not recommended. Diseased. Mm. All right, Ken, what do you got, sir? I got a fun and fascinating history lesson for you guys. It better Ken's be great. House of useless knowledge. Mm-hmm. Anybody remember the Gombe Chimpanzee War of '74 to '78? I was there. It was a hard time, man. Uh, it was a conflict between two communities of chimpanzees in Gombe Stream National Park in Tanzania. Uh, the belligerent groups were the Kasakela and the Kahama. Uh, which occupied uh, territories in the northern and southern areas of the park, respectively. Uh, Two had previously been a single unified community, but in 1974, researcher Jane Goodall, because all good chimpanzee stories involve Jane Goodall, uh, who was observing the community, first noticed the chimps dividing themselves into northern and southern subgroups. Uh, Later, computer-aided analysis of Goodall's notes would reveal that the social rift between the two groups had actually been present as early as 1971. Wow. Uh, the Kahana group in the, the Kahama group in the south consisted of six adult males, uh, among them the chimpanzees known to Goodall as Hugh, Charlie, and Goliath, the three adult females, and their young. It's like and, the Hatfield McCoys for monkeys. And the adolescent mm. male known as Sniff. Sniff. The Sniff. larger Casaquila oh, group, meanwhile, maint, uh, consisted of 12 adult females and their young and eight adult males. Uh, the first outbreak of violence occurred in January 7, 1974, and a party of six adult Casaquila males attacked uh, the killer, attacked and killed Gobi, a uh, Kahama male who had been feeding in a tree. Uh, this was the first time that any of the chimpanzees had been seen to deliberately kill a fellow chimp. Oh, they killed him? They killed him. They attacked him and killed him. They, they, it was like an ambush situation. Over the next four years, all six of the adult male members of the Kahama were killed by the Casaquila males. Uh, of the females from the Kahama, one was killed, two went missing, and three were beaten and kidnapped by the Casaquila males. The Casaquila then, then succeeded in taking over the Kahama's former territory. Wow. 
These territorial gains were not permanent, however, with the Kahama gone, the Casaquilas territory now butted up directly against the territory of another chimpanzee community called the Kalande. Uh, cowed by the superior strength and numbers of the Kalande, as well as a few violent, uh, as well as a few violent skirmishes along the border, the Casaquila quickly gave up much of their new territory. The outbreak of the war uh, came as a disturbing shock to Goodall, who had previously cons uh, considered chimpanzees to be, although similar to human beings, rather nicer in their behavior. Hmm. Coupled with the observation uh, in 1975 of can cannibalistic infanticide uh, by, in, by a high-ranking female in the community, the violence of the Gambe War uh, first revealed to Goodall the dark side of chimpanzee behavior. Wow, so we're still monkeys. Right? Animals are assholes. We're yeah. monkeys with guns and money. Yep, we're monkeys with guns and money. That, that's basically what that says. Yep. We're monkeys with guns and we didn't. We've never learned. I want their territory. I'm going to go take their territory, and anybody gets in my way is going to suffer the consequences. Yep. And, mm -hmm. oh, they killed Jim. Well, let's go kill the rest of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? Escalation. Escalation. So, yeah, I mean, we're monkeys with guns and money. Mm -hmm. Doesn't that make it scarier? Yeah. <laughs> or are you just it's okay fine. with it? It's fine. It's fine. Then it's not sad if we die. Ah. He takes it in a holistic viewpoint. Yeah. Then you don't have to worry so much about, like, the end of the world, because then it's like, yeah, what are they missing? Yeah, no kidding. Jonathan, what do you think of these monkeys and their fight? I think it's awesome. Why Monkey do you fight? think it's awesome? What about the, uh, the, the infanticide and, you know, cannibalism? Cannibalistic infanticide. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Baby bites. I mean, if a lady can bite a camel... Why can't a monkey bite a baby monkey? Exactly. I don't know about your reasoning. <laughs> like, mm. I mean, that's a serious baller move. Like, I'm going to take your baby and eat it? Like, Right? So this is like the Hannibal Lecter of the chimp hardcore. community. It's yeah. It's I mean, if it really... does not screw around. Well, no, because it doesn't appear as though she did it like as a, as a practice. It was just like, you know, that was a power move. Pure oh, power move. That's the whole power move. But it could also have been, maybe they were just hungry. Mm. So, I mean, there is an election coming oh, I don't, I don't think up. so. I don't, I, don't, I don't believe that uh, the, the, the food, the, the, the hunger had anything to do with it. It was power. No. It was power dynamics at work. That's all that was. It's highly possible. That's why we behead each other. Exactly. And, and that's why of, and, she ate the monkey baby. And some of us eat each other. And that's why you eat the monkey baby. I don't eat monkey. Oh. I, no. I, I thought you said you were okay. No, no, you're confusing him with Mrs. Peacock from Clue. Mr. Mrs. Peacock eats the monkey baby? She eats monkey brains. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Would so you eat monkey? popular in Cantonese cuisine. No, monkey's creepy. You wouldn't eat monkey. Would you eat monkey, Ken? If I was starving to death, I would. I, I yeah, it, I, I, I can't tell you what I would do if I were starving to death. But, uh, you know, if I, if I saw it on a menu somewhere, I would not order it. Like, there's that scene in our favorite movie series where, like, they're eating all the creepy stuff at the table in part two. Mm -hmm. And there's, like, the monkey so brains. Gross. And the guy swallows the eels. Ugh. Remember that? I try not to think about that part. That part's disgusting. So you're saying that if not all of us okay. were stranded in, in Antarctica and there was no hope for help. Why is there a monkey? No, I was just going right. to say, where we're, are you going with this? There's no monkeys in Antarctica. And one of us dies first. The other three aren't going to try to live longer well, okay. by eating the person who died first. Well, you if it's a eat, Donner party. You sure. think I'm going to eat Danon? Like, 
What? Oh, this is delicious. Somebody pass me the pass the Danon. Hey, if it's life or death, listen. Me and the monkey are gonna eat the rest of you three, and then if it comes down to it, I'll eat the monkey. All right. First so of all, you're gonna die first. I've got fat reserves to live on. Okay. Actually, actually. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest about this. You know, if Danon dies first, and we had two pieces of bread, we can make a Danon sandwich. We could do that. Or if we just had two crumbs. That's right. We only need crumbs. We only need crumbs. Make a Danon sandwich. It is. If it's two pieces of crumbs, one on top and one on the bottom, it's a sandwich. It is a sandwich. We've, we've Plus, no. you, won't, you won't be here to argue against the point because you'll right. be dead. We're like, what do you think of this, Dayton? Sandwich bite. <laughs> it's going to be on my tombstone. Also, also <laughs> side note, uh, whether or not I actually eat Dayton is going to be depending on whether or not he's, gr- he's regrown that goatee. Oh, that's right. Oh, you yeah, saved you it. Got rid of it. I didn't yeah. even notice. So the, much I look at you, dude. The, I know. Nobody noticed for a week. My parents that I work with every day didn't notice for a week. Well, to me, though, Pete's head is in your way, so all I see is the back of Pete's head most of the day. And it's a glorious head. And it has a lot of I hair know, I, just I noticed in the back. immediately. I just, you know, we weren't talking about it, so. Right. So yeah, why did you, fine. I'm just curious, I just gotta know, why did you shave off your, your spot goatee? Uh, it was unanimously voted that it needed to go. Who? By who? By uh, who? My other group of gaming friends. Oh, they didn't like it? Nobody liked it. You should have pulled evil Spock on them and just told them to F off. Nah, I didn't. Yeah, I would have I did, kept it. didn't care one way yeah, or the other. Yeah, you should have gone all terror, terror and Empire on them. I think you should have right. kept it. Yeah. Well, so I had more fun actually shaving it down. I was saying, yeah, because please, <laughs> please tell me you did the stash. He did. He right. totally did. The Freddie Mercury. Yes. Yeah. yes. There were stages, so I like shaved the, uh, the goatee a little bit. Wait, wait, did you do the Hitler? Down. You didn't do the No, I didn't okay. do a Hitler because I wanted to do a pencil mustache instead. It didn't like a really Maurice Chevalier like, Mad Man yeah. Idol mustache? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm half thinking of maybe growing one of those back just because <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> Are you going to curl it at the ends? I don't know. Well, that's where it was if going. If you get a thin mustache was, and you curl it with wax, the whole thing was getting to the point where it was coming down my mouth. Oh, you're going like to like, I was going to have to start. Fu Manchu would have been great. Yeah, you, should, you, you could, could just you could pull off a Fu Manchu. I could also I could also see Dana with like a Van Dyke. Wait, which one's a Van Dyke? That's where you have like the pointy beard. Okay. Uh, and, the, the, and yeah, like you know, just the like the, the mustache and then the pointy beard. Oh. Like uh, what's as though you were a musketeer. The artist. Oh, okay. Not yeah, quite yeah, yeah. Salvador Dali. Yeah, that's, it's that's, a little Salvador. Extent. A little, eh, not quite to that extent though, because he had like the long stash. Yeah. So should I get mm. headshots of all of us? What do you think about like D'Artagnan or something? Different like that? beards okay. and mustaches yeah. on us. Musketeer look. I think I should. What headshots uh-huh. of all of us and photo and like Photoshop beards on us? Yeah, different beards no. and mustaches. See no. which ones look best. Exactly. I can pull off the mutton chops. You can't pull off shit. I can pull that off. All right, so last week's question of the week was... What was it? Is there such a thing as ordinary life? And if so, what does it look like? This. Ken Ken has the most ordinary life of all of us. I have a very ordinary life, and I love it. Yeah, he has an ordinary job. He has a decently ordinary house, and... Out back, there's a lake where people die. I mean, fair. I mean, to be objectively, my house is a is a treasure trove of wonderful things. You it's never an, you never know what you're gonna find when you open a cabinet. I mean, it's an ordinary treasure trove, though. Are you gonna find Coke dildos? Mm. Why are there dildos all of a sudden? Because that's, that's how what, that's, that's what how they, Jonathan smuggles things into the country. smuggles his stuff in. There's a lot of there's a lot of fun stuff in my house. 
You don't got Coke dildos. But is it ordinary fun stuff? It's, it's slightly out of the... Some of it's slightly out of the ordinary fun stuff. Like, how many people have podcast equipment in their closets? Uh, we do. All the cool ones. Well, you don't. I do. Well, that's because we store it here. Yeah, that's right. That's we it's, store it's, it. it's in a closet in my house. All right. Dana. Yes. Do you have an ordinary life, sir? Uh, it seems that way. I thought it was extraordinary, but the more I talk to people, it seems fairly standard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Standard, these, standard these day and a to, uh, you know, go to school, go get to a, a college degree that you can't use, uh, get married, have a couple of kids, get divorced, try and restart your entire life at 40. Sounds pretty ordinary. Seems par for the course. I kept thinking it was unique to me or a big deal, and it's not at all. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty much what's going on. Yep. Mine's pretty ordinary. I have two cats. Girlfriend that I live with, I'm 40. I have a job. I have a degree that I don't use. It's pretty ordinary. Mm-hmm. Nothing special. I don't do anything special. The only the only one that has an extraordinary life is Jonathan. Wow. But it's like the opposite of extraordinary. He's like the, the hermit. He's like extraordinary. Yeah, he's not, extraordinary. Not extraordinary. Just so ordinary. Yeah, he, he lives basically in, in one place. His own mind. That is true. <laughs> I do live in only my mind. You do. It's true. Like if you took vanilla ice cream and then like removed the flavor. <laughs> <laughs> so milk? <laughs> I would be Jonathan. Did you just say milk? <laughs> I always drink my milk. Milk? You mean? Do you what? mean milk? What does it matter how you pronunciate it? Pronunciate it? <laughs> That's not even a word. <laughs> The only thing extraordinary about Jonathan is his vocabulary. And they wonder why. <laughs> they wonder why I don't go out with them. Because they're all assholes. That's why. All right, everybody. It was so worth it. <laughs> you think it was worth it till I stab you. I put my headset on backwards. About time you got there. Jeez. I just put it on backwards. I just threw it off. In angst, and then put it back on backwards. Oh, so, right. so do we have a question for next week? Yes. What we you got? Lay it on us. Do. Lay it on us. Next week's question week is, why are humans so good at passing the buck of responsibility onto other people or entities? Practice. Ooh, that's a good one. I'm not sure. One of these guys will figure it out next week. That's right. <laughs> on the Blix Podcast. See you next week on Dragon Ball. Oh, wait. <laughs> the Camel Ball. Camel Ball. Camel Ball G? Camel Ball G. <laughs> All right, guys, keep it real. We'll see you next time. Peace. Pseudo-profound nonsense. Pseudo-profound nonsense.